This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, kicks to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks a third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's down to the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good. Click, click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? Nothing But Niners crew is back, and guys, we are here to break down some prospects, man. It's draft time. We uh, went through a list. We made up all of our top needs and everything. And now it's time to talk prospects, but we're going to focus on the offensive side of the ball. Before I go through the formalities and all that stuff, let me say what's up to the fellas, man. Breezy, what's going yeah. on, big dog? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Full of energy. I'm ready to go. I'm locked and loaded. Let's go. Bang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like hearing that. And then I got my man Crock down there. E. Crocky, Big Crocky. Crocky, Montana. What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm chilling. You know, y'all had to have somebody represent for the West Coast over here. So, you know, had to, uh, had to slide through. That's what it is, man. Guys, if you guys don't know already, I am on right now with two of the hardest working guys in the podcast industry. Every time I turn around, these two guys are on a freaking show talking football. That's I don't crock, know man. how they That's... do it all the damn time. I just don't get it. I don't get it, man. I, I don't know what you're I'll be studying crock, yo. Every time he jumps on the show, I'm just going to, I just be like, they're like this. <laughs> oh, nah, man. All right, this is what I'm gonna do. My game, that's how I feel like lately. I'm like, man, you know, like it, it, it hasn't really the content hasn't really been to the standard for mm-hmm. me. So it's like, all right, I, I gotta raise my game up a little bit. Nah, you know, I, you sometimes you kind of get in like this low a little bit, and you gotta get out of that. Oh, so yeah. you know, I'm holding myself accountable. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, I totally understand, bro. Real you talk. Sound, you sound like me. I hate when I'm uh, getting repetitive in what I'm talking about and stuff like that. It drives me crazy. And even if you're doing it on different platforms and people may not have heard it from you yet, right? But I know I've been saying the same shit over and over and it drives me crazy. And I'm like, nah, this got to stop. I, I can't keep doing right. it. So, you know, uh, so what we're going to do tonight are talk about some of our favorite offensive prospects for the 49ers. You guys just need to have one or two uh, in each different category. Uh, I'm sure nobody's going to name any of the people that I'm talking about. So I'm okay with that. But now we're going to run through these formalities, okay? So everybody watching, if this is your first time here on the YouTube page, Thank you guys for checking it out. Please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and turn on the notifications, okay? So you know exactly where we're going live. We have a couple of social media platforms we want you to follow us on, Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. That's the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitch, and that handle is nothing but niners. It's spelled all the way out in some form or fashion. So make sure you guys get over there and check us out. 
And last but certainly not least, we have the email, guys. NB9ERS at nothingbutniners.com. That's going to be your spot for suggestions, for recommendations, um, topics, questions, anything like that that you guys want to get at us. That's the place to do it. NB9ERS at nothingbutniners.com. Okay. And if you guys want more content, bonus content is always over there. Patreon, patreon.com slash NB9ERS. All right. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. Right there, right there. To my right is my guy Breezy. He is Wayne Breezy. And below each of us is our guy Eric underscore Crocker. Yeah, there it is. There it is right there. He was like he was doing the All right, so just singing the Elmo, the Elmo song, bro. Was that the I don't want to be a chicken? Do you you remember the chicken Elmo? Elmo did a chicken dance. He had a old, his own chicken doll, bro. When the last I time can't. you had kids, man. I mean, I got a four year old, but we we my son is saying, yeah, I guess they do know it. I don't, I don't know. see. We just give them the YouTube thing, and they click what they like on the tablets. Now I don't. I don't have to <laughs> hey, isn't it crazy? Hey, isn't it crazy how kids yeah. can't read, can't write, but they can find whatever video they want to oh. watch on YouTube? I got yep. this. I got this iPad for work, right? And my boy was like, "Yo, we could play pool on there, man. We could play pool together." And I didn't know what I was doing. You can understand <laughs> one of the kids. They were like, here, Dad, you got to download this app. And that's it. You got my kids don't even have Apple products. How they know? Yeah. How they know? It's crazy. I don't understand it, man. I don't get it. Um, but look, we always start with the latest news and rumors surrounding the 49ers. And I don't think there's anything new since the last time we've done a show. Um, the overtime rules, I believe we discussed that last time I was on the show. Um is there any has anything happened for the 49ers these last couple of days? And I don't want to talk about oh, they, they're interested in this guy and who they worked out, like who, who they met with. I don't mean anything like that. There's been no changes to the 49ers staff or anything like that. No, no new signings, right? No, Frank Gore retiring as a Niner. Yeah, oh, so I, all right. So I'm glad you mentioned this because I'm about to look like the bad guy. Why Frank Gore ain't signed no one year contract with the Niners? He didn't sign no, it no. yet, he's he planning to. He's, He's going to sign a uh, just to retire a as a Niner. One-day yeah. contract, He's yeah. supposed to. That's what he said he wants to do. Well, he said oh. him and his agent, he said they were talking to Jed York and working on getting it done. And Jed seemed like he was in on it, like, you know, because they talked about him working in the front office, too. That's, according, that's all according to Frank Gore. I know where you're going with this, Mike. This is why I stopped doing these shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, look, I love Frank the Tank. You know what I'm saying, man? That's my guy, the inconvenient truth. You know what I mean? Uh, Frank Gore was like one of like the first authentic jerseys I ever bought in my life. Like, Facts. You Wait, did I you mean? get the Reebok I, one? Because I got a Reebok one. I got, I got the Reebok joint. One and that maroon color joint. I, I got you know the white and maroon joint. Yeah, yeah, I got both of them for him. He he is absolutely one of my favorite 49ers of all time. So I promise there's no slight, no, no knock on him at all. But I hear Frank saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I wanna, I wanna. And it don't take that long to sign a one-day contract with the team. How come well, the team ain't saying nothing about it? They gotta make sure all, all they gotta do is make sure they have space, right? I think he's doing that at the right time where the roster is not full. Cause once they get up to that 90-man roster, then they have to release somebody just to bring him in for a day. Well, did they do that with Navarro Bowman? And the Bowman was on the team. He had made the roster, right? You oh. Remember oh. Bowman? They cut Bowman. He went to like Oakland, and then I don't think he retired a Niner. I no. feel like he. I feel like he came back for a day. Y'all, they, they can correct me if I'm wrong in the in the chat. I, I swear, remember. I swear, Bowman came back for a day. 
and retired as an idol. I think Bowman left with some bad blood. Are you sure about that? No, nah, he came back and he was at the facility. He was at the practice and everything. You know what? Yeah. I do. I do remember this. I, Croc is right. He did come back. Now I don't, I don't know, know if he came they, back. If he officially signed in my head for whatever reason, he signed a one day contract and retired as a idol. I I think I remember this. I could look this up though. while y'all talking? Yeah. I'm... <laughs> All right. So, but what? So. You're saying that to say what? Like that when they did it, it was during the season and they had to like let somebody nah, go? It, but it was it was like during the off season. Uh, but it was a time where maybe like OTA started and yeah, something something along those lines. I'm not, see, I couldn't. Yeah, see, not. everybody in the chat saying he did. They yeah, said he did or it did said not? He didn't play in 2018 and he officially retired from the NFL in 2019, signing a contract with the 49ers so he could retire with the franchise. So and someone did. asked if he got paid, but you only get like you you if you don't have any guarantees in your contract, you shoot, he could have signed a five year, fifty million dollar contract, but if ain't nothing guaranteed, they could just release him later that day. He gets nothing. So that's crazy. All right. right. So, so so he he officially retired as a Niner. Why why don't I remember in 2019? That's the Super Bowl year. Why don't I remember this at all? Yeah, he came and was saying like he had good things to say about like the team and the vibes and everything. I know when he left, there was bad blood, but that that was because you know, Fred was doing his thing. He was on he was on the come nah, up. Nah, it was it was Foster. Foster was the reason he didn't want to be here no more. Okay, he felt like Foster was brought in to replace him and all that stuff. And then they were asking him to do other stuff. They wanted him to school those young guys. He, yeah. he was trying to still ball out. He was trying to show everybody at the podium, saying, "My yeah. resume, my film, speak for itself." itself. I didn't teach nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and surprised then, they did that. that I Hey man, they did they did really right by him because they also had a trade from the Saints, if I'm not mistaken. And his camp was like, no, and he didn't have a no trade clause. And the Niners were like, well, we don't want to ruin that relationship. So they really, really did right by him and they even let him come back and, and sign as a uh a retire as a 49. That's pretty cool though, man. I, I like Bowman, man. I really did like him when he was here. So that's, well, that's you know, cool. unless you're like Terrell Owens, who holds grudges, and I love T.O., but he you know he's gonna hold grudges and he's gonna talk crazy. Most guys understand, you know, just the business aspect of things and emotions get involved sometimes and obviously with an aging guy like navarro bowman the emotions and everything kind of got involved and, and it ended ugly there but they were able to get over it and you know and i don't Thanks. think any of it was personal you know it was all it was all business and once you understand that aspect of it and you start to kind of remove yourself from the situation for a year heck yeah man you can come back to the organization that uh drafted you and you had a terrific career there Absolutely, absolutely, man. I don't have my monster uh, filter on, man. I just noticed that. I don't like that. I'm supposed to have my monster filter on right now, man. I put. I've been doing my podcast on this show on this platform mm -hmm. uh, with this like little little filter. It just makes everything like more gray. I don't know why I like it so much, um, but I noticed that when I go on other people's, it don't look as good. Did it change? Did it do it? You're yeah. gray. You're you're different. <laughs> did it sure? Did, did it do it for real? I don't know. I can't tell now. All right. Yeah, you, you you went darker. You like got darker. Yeah, I, I like that. I don't know why I like that here. All right. But all right. It just looks like you're in the like you're like you have all the lights off. Yeah, but but you can still see me though. Mm. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course we can. <laughs> okay. You're good, bro. All right. All right. So, guys, let's go ahead and get to this, man. Because Nick and I. So this is this is the list that we came up with. Let me pull it Hold up. Hold on, man. Quick. You're not gonna be the only person in the dark. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Is it that dark? It's like dark, dark? No. Nah. Oh, so we, we, we turning off lights? That's what we doing? There we go. I had, the, I, had the match, I had the match vibes. I didn't want to be all bright and then, you know. 
Oh, now I feel bright. All right, you know what? Go. Go. Oh, yeah, now we're talking. Now it feels like like we in a room buttons. together. You know what I'm saying? Look at Breezy. Please yeah. go. Now see y'all, y'all fancy. Y'all got all these like the, the the bad boy lights and stuff. You know when they had the glass. Look at that. Let's go. Let's go. And now we cooking, baby. Let's go. See, let's go, man. That's the vibe. Oh let's man, go, man. All right. So Nick and I came up with this list, right? We were we we, we did a show, uh, and we were talking about um the 49ers uh like their their roster needs, and we were looking at it and trying to figure out like exactly what positions. Do we need and the truth of the matter is i think and y'all tell me what y'all what y'all feel i think the niners could go into this and potentially just do a bpa board i don't think that there's like a, a glaring weakness if you believe in development if you if you believe in player development because i know a lot of people say oh aaron banks is the bus i don't i'm not i'm not ready to that's, do that right? you know what that's my favorite line that's my favorite line if you believe in development and, right. and, and I say that, and and that is one of the truest things ever, because so many people want to write off someone because maybe they don't hit the ground running. Even a guy like Aaron Banks, it's like, man, mm -hmm. you don't, you don't know, and you know, you could say whatever, and maybe you, you end up being right, maybe you end up being wrong, but if you believe in development, then yeah, there's a opportunity for this guy to continue to improve as an NFL player. That's a good point. That's it. That's it. And I believe that this team has actually shown the ability to develop some of these guys that, that, that are out here right now. So I'm not, I can't, I can't see them. Like, oh, we need to draft another guard right now. I don't, I don't forget about uh, Aaron Banks. I don't forget about uh, what's my man's name that played tackle for us more. I, 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 yeah. I haven't forgotten about Jalen Moore that, who was supposed to be a guard, but had to play tackle because of injuries and stuff like that. Right. Like these guys were drafting ahead and they wanted these guys to sit there and, you know, if, we could have got him in there year one. Great. He's better than what we thought he was. But I don't I don't truly believe that's what those guys were drafted for to be year one starters. Uh, so I believe in player development. I believe the 49ers know how to do it, and I believe they are doing it. Um, so if you use that, if that's your if that's your way of looking at everything, is this not a BPA board? Like, how do y'all feel about the roster and how do y'all feel they should go about this draft? Let's start there. Yeah, def I definitely think it's the best player available uh, draft. There are a lot of people that want to force a position at 61 or here. I say take whoever's the highest on your board. You know, if there's a guy that you really feel like can kind of step in and, and help a team and contribute to some capacity uh, immediately, maybe more so than other guys, or then draft that player, regardless of the position that he is. Hell, it could be tight end two. And I would think, like, man, if you have a plan for this tight end two, come in here as a pass catcher and, oh, he's a terrific blocker as well, and he has a different kind of skill set, and maybe, you know, you can end up cutting George Kittle to keep him. I'm joking. I'm joking. But, like, I was joking. I swear I was joking. I swear I was joking. But, uh, you know, if you That's if you have a tight end, too. Right, I know. Uh, he said I'm joking a, too fast, though. No, I was joking. Because I already know. I, I, was, I was joking. But, you know, if you have a guy that can play off George Kittle and you can run more uh, two tight end sets and you feel like, then, then draft that guy second round. Like, I don't think it has to be edge. I don't think it has to be corner. I don't think it has to be safety. Eh. Breezy, okay. what's, your, what's your thoughts? I, I mean, I, I slightly disagree. I do like the best player available option because there's going to be players available. Like, there's going to be really good players, but do we really draft the best linebacker available? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't think that would make any sense. I'm cool if we did. I just don't think it would make any sense to draft well, the best how, linebacker available. How much longer are you going to have 
And again, Trey I, I Greenlaw, you're you right. You're 100 percent right. And Aziz Al Shayer, like, are they both they're done after deal? this year? You're absolutely so, right. You, you're you absolutely know. right. That's why I just, I just think you rock out for one more year and possibly draft that again next year. Like so, so for for me, it's weird because. I do feel like the 49ers in the offseason plugged a lot of holes. They might not be with the best candidates to fill them holes, but they plugged the holes, right? So I don't think the offensive line is as bad as everyone is saying that it is. And I, I just I just don't. I feel like the continuity is going to be there with Trey Lance because he practiced with the majority of the backups anyway. So I feel like Jalen Moore is going to come in. If he's the right guard, he'll be the right guard. If if Aaron Banks is the left guard, he'll be the left guard. Well, Trey Lance should be pretty much smooth and comfortable from practicing with those guys on the second string. And then you just got to, you know, Alex Mack, Trent Williams, they should be good. And the question is, who's going to be the right tackle? I think that's what you want to circle on your calendar because if Mike McGlinchey isn't available, who's also in his last year, and don't, don't get it twisted, Colt McKivitt's, can probably it's probably the main reason why they walked away from Tom Compton, right? Because they got McKivitz, but McKivitz played left tackle last year, right? Didn't play anything at the right tackle, so I'm not sure. I know when 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 I talk to Tony all the time, you know, it's it's not the easiest transition to switch from left tackle to right tackle if you're naturally a left tackle and you got to learn how to put your other hand in the dirt and do everything on the opposite side. So maybe McKivitz can do that, maybe he can't, but I could see them possibly draft drafting a left tackle. Uh, so I get the best player available. I'm I'm all for that. I just I just think they still can do better with some of their their needs. And my me personally, Karak and and Mike, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. I I really feel like they need a safety. Like I like I love I love Ward, but then after that, there's a big decline. And I know we got to see if Hufanga and Tavarius Moore and George Odom if they're going to be able to you know uplift that position. But there's probably some better players in this draft that's better than them right now, which is weird. Doesn't Tart still being available mean that they can go BPA? Tart's not Tart not being signed right now likely means he's going to be a, one of those guys that gets signed after the draft if you don't I, get I, one of the I guys. I agree with you. But do they want to bring Tart back? That's the question. I think so. Every day. I, I mean, I would, but would every, Tart play for $2 million? He ain't gonna have a either that or sit, sit stay home. I what you, you gonna do? I I hear you. <laughs> would you play for two? I mean, I mean, I know I would. I, I mean, I ain't gonna. And, and I read something as well where you know, let's say they pay him vet minimum or something like that. Whatever. That's his where I was is. going with it. Uh, there was something along the lines of the 49ers, because he's played with them five years. Mm-hmm. They can actually bring him back, and he would only count against. The cap one million dollars, but they could pay him like one point four or one point five or something along those lines. That's dope. So, you know, that's something where you know a little bit more incentive. You know, if, if somebody else offers a vet minimum for against the cap, 49ers can offer him you know, the same thing. So, but it's weird though because it, do you draft the safety if you plan to bring Tart back after the draft? Like, like when are you bring a Tart back? Like, why not try to bring him back now and then don't worry about the safety position? I, because you, if you're setting your board at BPA and one of those safeties are there. It's even cheaper than getting tart for that vet minimum. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, no, so I, you, I, I do. If you follow I, the BPA board and you happen to land one of your safeties, then you don't need tart. If you don't get one of those guys, then you got tart as a backup. And then you also, again, we talk about player development. I, I'm not sure if it's going to be Ufunga or Harris or who, whoever is. Well, Harris is not, he hasn't been resigned, was it? Harris was resigned? Harris didn't come back? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, shit. 
They, we Who have four safeties. I thought Marcel Harris was gone. I thought he was a free agent. I don't remember them bringing him back. Uh-oh. Let me, t- let me look it up. My bad. I was thinking he was still here. Hufanga, Tavarius Moore. That's the main reason why I don't think they bring Harris back. Oh, there you go. Moore. Yeah, I, f- I forgot about Moore. He was injured last year, right? Yes, he had the yeah. Achilles. Ding. So you, so you bring him back, you, you know, but but Hufanga. He is a I, free agent. Marcel Harris is a free agent. You're correct, Wayne. So the question is, which free agent do they bring back? Because I really do think they're going to bring back one of them safeties, bro. It's either going to be Harris. Now, if I'm the 49ers, I'll just develop Hufanga because I think Hufanga is a better Marcel Harris. I think he could be a better hybrid linebacker. He can kind of he can play that role. They can kind of convert him into that. It's kind of like what he is anyway. You get the killer on special teams. You can get a guy that can rotate into the safety that can play that position as well, whether it's in the box or whether it's deep. I don't want him playing the free safety, but hey, if it happens, it happens. And so it's just like I don't know, man. There's so many things they could do on defense. Go ahead, go ahead, Croc. <laughs> a better Marcel Harris. He he's better than Marcel Harris, bro. Who? Hufunga's not better than Marcel Harris? What does Marcel Harris do? Just make tackles? He, he's had more sa- he's had more takeaways than any of the safeties combined on the team right now. <laughs> I mean, okay. All right. And I think I think and, he, and, and he's also played three years. Yeah, but he was comparing him to, to Tart and Ward. Who's played Tart, here for Ward, seven years? Anybody else? He has more picks than any of those. He's had more takeaways, whether it's forced fumbles. I picks, think they're forced fumbles whatever. than picks. I don't think he have how many interceptions. He Let me look had up. a pick last year. I, I tell you what, I'm just gonna look it up. I'm not even gonna. We're not gonna have this conference. I'm just gonna look it up. And so and I'm they gonna, move them. And and they this, do this move is my, This is kind of my scouting report on Marcel Harris. One, he's some guy that he gives you versatility because you can play him at backer, but also he can play at safety in a pinch. I thought his coverage, man-to-man, was actually really good at safety. I thought as a cover four match safety, he was pretty mm-hmm. good, but he could get lost in space sometimes. So they moved him closer to the box where he is tremendous there, where I want to tr- He's good. He's good. There, around the line of scrimmage, knife him, make tackles, do those things, cover tight ends, no issues. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think he's a solid death piece for sure. All right. Yeah. How many forced fumbles do you see? I, I think he has what four or five forced fumbles and a, and a pick to go with it. Right. Marcel Harris. So while he's looking that up, let me read this. Uh, let me read this contribution. See, people want me to do push-ups for no reason. Yo, Crocker, we getting Mike on those push-ups tonight. LOL. We're gonna have to make some kind of on-camera bet if we're doing push-ups because I <laughs> hey, I've been back in the gym now. I'm ready, bro. We can up the ante too. I'm talking like 40, 50 of these bad boys tonight. Let's go. Like if we we find something to bet on, we gonna we gonna run it. We're gonna run it. All right. <laughs> All right. So so Harris had one forced fumble last year and one interception. He had two takeaways. Right. But I'm saying, like, over Who his career had, that he's who, played, who he had more a touchdown than last year. On a block punt. Yeah, but the, but you gotta blocked. have the wit to pick the shit up, my dude. Like you can't, you like if he wasn't there. The ball was on the ground for twenty seconds. Yo, so if, if he wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't on it wasn't on the ground. If he wasn't the there, was the the pick, for twenty seconds, and everybody. Yeah, was, you, I'm, gonna let y'all, fa- I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all argue that one. Talking about yeah, because it went went up in the air. No, no, I I remember this play vividly because I knew we was losing this game. I remember this play vividly. The ball went up in the air, and I watched Hufunga. He stood there and just did this. Like he was just listening, and as soon as it thudded, he turned and like went and grabbed that joint. As soon as well, it, if he didn't he have that ground. skill set of turning and listening, bro, we don't win that game. That's why he's a starter because he can listen good. 
listen, I'm not saying that who you can't teach that. Bro. I, I'm just saying right now, I haven't seen anything from Hufunga that says he's better than Marcel Harris. Okay, and that's that's fair. That's fair. I I, well, I think what I was alluding to is that he can replace Marcel Harris because he's he can project to be the same thing. If all right, like, you know what I'm saying you you got a little disrespectful. I'm just saying I, I had to say something. My fault, man. My bad. My bad, bro. I got I know you're sticking for your DBs, <laughs> but like, I, I didn't think Marcel Harris was trash. I just feel like Hufunga cheap. Oh <laughs> well, no, the way you, the the tone that you used. It, Damn, I, what dude, I heard was, you going to tone? Trash. Trash. Now? I got to change my tone. All right, oh, now you fix my tonality. Tonality Keep wins. His name out your. Give out. Oh, we got the first real quick reference. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is what I'm gonna do for y'all. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Oh, man. Yo, so, yo, you know what that reminded me of last year? that? When I had that stupid soundboard hooked up. Uh-huh. The button said whip. And I thought it was like the whoosh sound, so I couldn't hear it. Until I went back and did the playback, and it was like a, <laughs> it was a long kind of whip. Oh, and then I went back on the playback. I was like, "Oh my god!" And nobody, nobody said anything to me. Like they just sitting there, like let me play the sound effect over and over every time I was talking about somebody getting whipped. It was, <laughs> it was like a sexual whipping sound. I had no idea. So when you played that, I'm sitting here like, "Yo, everybody can hear that." Like we hear. You know that, what right? Mike's into? <laughs> Yo, I can't. I can't I haven't with you. that soundboard up since then, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. So look, man, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple of uh, our favorite, yeah, NBN after dark. I saw somebody say diamond push up. Crop, you can do diamond push up. Yeah, I can knock some of those out. All right, I'm probably not doing fifty. I, I, I can only do like five at this moment. I haven't done diamonds in a while, so I, I would have to try them, see what I could do. But I'm backing down if we end up finding out. A little wager to make over here, okay? So, look, our topic for tonight is going to be uh, what draft prospects do you want the Niners to bring in? All right? If you had it your way, a magic wand. Doesn't mean the best at each position, right? we got to remember where we're drafting. We're, we're picking at the end of the second round unless they decide to move up in the second round. I don't think we haven't – I don't think we're going to um, – I don't think we're going to give away all of our draft picks to move up to the first round. Do y'all agree? No. Can we start I, there? I, I, I wouldn't think that's wise. I, I wouldn't say that, but I would say Damn. this team move. They will move around. They will move. I agree so, with Crop. They're aggressive. Up, back, whatever. They 100%. I mean, it, it's very rare that they pick at the same, at their initial spot. Very rare. So. Right. They're going to yeah. move somewhere. Yeah. John John Lynch sits in that draft room, and he'd be like, man, I'm bored. Let's, let's do something real quick. Like, he, he'd just be doing stuff. Cause they, that, that's a whole day, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a whole day for them to not do anything. Like, so I, I don't think that they draft back up in the first round or trade back up to get the first, but I, I can see them moving up in the second though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see them moving up in the second. If somebody starts to fall, they mm-hmm. like, yo, guys, we're in striking distance. Like we can go out and get this guy right now. I that's do my Croc 76. He, John Lynch, I will give him this. Y'all talk about him all the time, and I don't mean y'all to, but that's one aggressive SOB, bro. And he's been that way since year one. I'm so glad you said that. I am so tired of people saying, look at how aggressive the Rams are. Why aren't we aggressive? I'm like, yo, we are an aggressive team. Y'all just don't like the the move that we make. Well, we're not bringing in the high-priced, proven free agents. You know what I'm saying? That's not the 49ers' M.O., though. 
Right. But they're aggressive in their own right, man. You know, they, they do a lot of draft day trading and they go out there and they look, even some of the failed offers that they went out there and have acknowledged on record. They were in on OBJ, what, three three years ago or two or three years they might ago? might be in them on this year too, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Come midseason, they might try to scoop them up. Right. They were in on Khalil Mack, and John Lynch came out and said, we made a better offer to the Raiders than what the Bears did, but they didn't want to send them to us for some reason. So, I mean, Hell, they were aggressive I mean, in their own right. Even, even with guys that they traded for D4, then had to make him one of the higher-paid edge rushers in the league. Good point. Uh, that same year, they uh, – They got aggressive with Jimmy. Uh, yeah, they traded for for Garoppolo, but there's another Trent Williams. thing that they did. Shoot, the they trade up for Trey Lance. I mean, it doesn't get more aggressive than that, right? Uh, but but there's a couple. Of, there's another. There's something else they did, and I can't think of it right now. I but know they've, what done, it is. they've done. They've done. I, I got you. I got, it's Capri Bibbs. That was just ridiculous, <laughs> and it's still something that doesn't make sense because uh, as we see how. I don't want to say how much they value fourth round picks, but how well they've done in kind of those in that range, kind of getting production out of guys, mm-hmm. even like Marcel Harris, he was kind of picked in that range, right? Like guys just kind of picked fourth, fifth, sixth round, and you just yeah. gave it up for Capri Bibbs who didn't make your team. Like that was weird. Yeah, that was very, very strange. They're trying I, to do somebody a solid. Yeah, that was probably one of those we'll eat some of the cap space and you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so they're aggressive. Right. That's in the so, discussion. They, I want to start with a position. Oh, I know. Quan Alexander and uh, and uh, uh, Jarek McKinnon, like they oh, paid those they guys. They wanted those guys. Yeah, they, they went after those guys in free agency, too. and they paid those guys. They paid yeah. those guys. They made I mean, they made Quan Alexander on paper. He was one of the, like if not the highest, like second or third highest paid linebacker in the league. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah, we was talk about an aggressive move in free agency. If you want to talk about Sanders. 2019, yeah, Emmanuel. That trade. Yeah, that was they a trade. made plenty of. They made plenty of aggressive moves. I would say it's just pain, not the one juice was that aggressive. the fans <laughs> want. Like, oh, they they didn't go and get. They didn't go and get Jalen Ramsey, or right. they didn't go and get Von. Mil- like you know what I'm saying? Like, but they've made plenty of aggressive moves. Yeah, 100. I like yeah. Mike. I think I like if you the idea you had. I thought we were gonna all go through each position on the offense and give two prospects. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could do that. And if, and if it started getting long, we're already 30 minutes in and we haven't even started yet. It don't have to be two. Everybody don't have to participate in each one. Uh, I got to, I got a little I list. I just like this because I'm curious to see. Like, we haven't – no, people don't realize that we haven't spoken. We've been all creating, right? And yeah. so this this can get really interesting. Yep. Because so I know listen. Mike coming all the way from corner of the field, like, you know, left field or something. Sure, I want to hear what Crocker got to say, and I think I got some different picks too. It's going to be so cool. let's start with the position that no one is saying that we need to draft. Quarterback. Quarterback. Because I, I got have one quarterback prospects, I would like the Niners to get in the draft to be the backup for a couple of years. I have one quarterback prospect. All right, let's do this. Who wants to go first? Me, because I got one. All right, I got Skylar Thompson out of Kansas State. That's crazy. That was my guy too. I swear. Get, the f- get out of here. We I know what I got that button too. Shut the f- up, man. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, so y'all break them down and let the people know who he is and why you think he would be a fit here with the Niners. I just like the kid as far as I feel like he fits that same mold as what we need. Like, you know what I'm saying? As far as what Trey Lance is, you don't, you don't have to do too much changing of the offense, changing of the guard. You know what I mean? And he'd be a great practice. We'll go out, you know, quarterback for guys to get familiar. We still got to play guys like Kyler Murray. Who's going to imitate Kyler Murray this year? Cause the damn sure ain't Trey Lance. I'm just curious about that. Is it, 
Never mind. So I'm just I just really think if the 49ers were to draft a quarterback, this would be a kid that can come in. And I don't think Jimmy's going to be here. And I know we're going to need at least three quarterbacks. One's going to hit that practice squad. So there's a possibility late round, seventh round. He's just chilling. It's either him or a punter. So that's that's kind of where I'm going. What you what you got to say about Skyler, bro? Yeah, I mean, he he feels like more of a QB three slash practice squad guy to me, and you can see what he ends up being. But I like his moxie, the way he plays, the way he moves around, uh, you know, good mobility, throws on the run and stuff like that. Not the biggest of guys, but what is he listed at? Uh, 6'2", 217. So, I mean, he's bigger than what he looked like on film. Facts. And kind of watching him. Um, my first, like, time really watching him was at the East-West Shrine game. I was like, huh, there's something to this guy. Just the way he kind of carries himself and things like that. So, he feels more like, a uh, sixth round slash undrafted guy. If he is drafted a little bit higher than that, maybe fifth round, I wouldn't be surprised by that. But definitely not a guy that you have to put a whole lot of resources into. But I, I like him. I just like the way he moves and the way he carries himself. All right. So, Mike, right. do you have anyone different than Skyler? I do. I do. I, do. Okay. I got two guys. Y'all y'all didn't name my guy. I told y'all I'm coming from way left field. Coming from way left field. All right. I can't, can't wait to hear this one. So my first guy is going to be someone named Carson Strong. Oh, we know who Carson Strong is. Wait, so where is he projected? Now, that's the one thing I will say. I haven't done any mock drafts. I haven't done anything close to that. So I have no idea where these guys are projected to go. So if y'all have Isn't that Carson Strong one of the top five QBs? No, he's not top five, but he's I, I'd here, expect though. him to go, like, uh, third round. Yeah, like, he, he's he's up there. He's going to be out of reach for the Niners then. All right. He, he potentially I, could be. I mean, like, somebody might view him as a top five. I don't have him in my top five. Most people don't. But if some, if he ends up being like the fifth quarterback taken. That's what I, I mean. Would, I wouldn't be like super shocked. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. Not top five, but like he he might be one of those quarterbacks that gets snatched up. But go ahead and tell us why you like him though, Mike. I, I mean, look, so you talk about the size first. Y'all were talking about you got your guy 6'2". He's 6'3", 223, right? He's got nice arm talent. I hate saying that, but he's not afraid to throw the ball down the field, right? Um, you look at you look at his numbers just from college, right? 74 to 19 touchdown interception ratio. He averaged 70% completion percentage as a three-year starter, right? Uh, this guy's throwing over 300 yards a game. Um, I think when I watch him play, he is quite literally boom or bust. Like he's somebody that's gonna come out here as a backup. You got to keep in mind what we're, what we're looking for this guy, right? Mm-hmm. He can come out here, he's gonna look like Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's gonna look like Gardner Minshew, like it's going to be what's going to happen next. Like you're going to be on the edge of your seat. It's going to be either an interception or like an 80-yard touchdown. Like he, he's just exciting to watch, and he's got a he he likes to complete passes and everything. But I I just don't know how it's going to translate to the NFL. Um, I let me see what other notes I have on him. Hold on, let me let me go to my notes on him again. Um, his injury history. That's why I think he was going to fall a little bit more. Uh, he's another guy. You know how people are about injuries, especially here with the 49ers. Oh, you want this guy and he can't stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's what I that's why I thought he was going to fall in the draft. This guy is constantly injured. Um, and we're dealing with that right now with the guy who was our starter for the last four seasons. You know what I'm saying? So I, I thought he was going to fall on draft boards because of that. Again, if y'all didn't catch it, that's Carson Strong, uh, the quarterback. from. Well, one more guy I do want to bring up. Uh, Bailey Zappi out of Western Kentucky. I saw someone mention the 49ers met with him. Uh, all-time leading passer mm. in in FBS history. Uh, nobody has thrown for more yards in a season 
than Bailey Zappi. He's a Division II transfer uh, guy that went from a D2 and moved up to Western Kentucky. So that's awesome. But, you know, if you're, if you're talking about an offense that is designed to have quick hitters, you know, throws like that on, on time, I feel like he's a guy that does a lot of those things very well. Doesn't have the physical build that you typically would like. Uh, but, again, does a lot of things well. So, like, you know, Kyle, who liked Nick Mullins, right? Or I think it was Rich Gangrillo who liked Nick Mullins. Then, you know, I think they would like a guy like Bailey Zappi. Okay. Okay. I saw his name out there, too. And I'm trying to figure out. Let me see. Uh, let's see what Let me see what the combine stuff uh, did, did for him. Let's see how he did at the combine here. Uh, just some of his measurements here. 488. Uh, 40 yard dash, uh, 30 inch vertical, 109 broad jump. Uh, ran a nice three cone. We know Kyle likes that. <laughs> One of the better <laughs> three cones. You know what I'm saying? Uh, six foot even. There you go. You want your Kyler Murray guy? Is that is that is that him, Wayne? You said who's going to emulate uh, yeah. Kyler Murray? Yeah, six foot even. Oh, I did want to address this because someone in the chat said, "Well, he, he plays nothing like uh, Trey Lance." And my thing is. I think the 49ers want to use Trey Lance in the traditional sense. Yeah, absolutely. Like they, they, I don't. They don't want to have to run him. They don't want to. Have, they want to play normal quarterback football, and then every once in a while mix in those things. But they don't want to construct their entire playbook around. Oh, let's run these quarterback power. Let's run this read option. Like again, you'd be a fool not to throw those things in five times a game. But that's not going to be a focus for their playbook. They want him to be able to execute the playbook. And I think that's why you didn't see a whole lot of packages for Trey Lance and things like that. They're developing him a different way. So uh, even if you bring in a guy like Zappi, yes, he is not like Trey Lance. But I don't think he typically necessarily has to. Trey Lance is his number three overall pick. He has a very unique skill set. Yeah, absolutely. And then if you guys are wondering, I, I have two other ones also. I'm just going to tell you their names. I won't go into why I like them, but. Akil Glass from Alabama A&M and uh, Cole Kelly from Southern Louisiana. Now, that's that's going to be somebody who's way different. This dude's 6'7". Um, and it was really just the combine that really stood out to me for Cole Ke uh, Kelly. 72% completion percentage for his career um, and over 400 yards a game in his final season. So that was somebody I really uh, had fun looking at uh, once I saw what he was doing at the combine. And some of the throws that he was making while he was out there, I was I was kind of impressed when watching that uh, the combine stuff. So uh, same thing for uh, Cole um, for uh, Cole Kelly. Um, now the other guy, Akil Glass, it was really just the last four games of what he did. Uh, he finished with 19 touchdowns and no picks in the last four games. Uh, he was a five year starter, but he he didn't really do anything impressive uh, his whole career, in my opinion. Akil Glass, uh, but the last year. It was good, and he finished up really, really strong. So, and his completion percentage was terrible. I mean, I'm talking like, I think his high was his highest of the five years was 62, percent and he's got some in the mid 50s. So he's not somebody that's going to jump off the page. I don't even know if he went to the combine. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he was somebody that I think could be a, a solid backup. You bring someone him, like him in, you don't have Trey looking over his shoulder like, damn, like is this guy going to come in here and take my job? He's a little too inconsistent to be a, uh, a starter in the NFL, but he could make a good backup. And someone's in the right system. So, all right. So that's what I have there. Y'all want to move to running backs next? I'm down. I went first last time, so I can go second or third this time. All right. So let me uh, let me change the banner here. We're going to do running backs here. Uh, Croc, you want to go first or you want me to go? 
Yeah, uh, I, I think off rip, a guy that really kind of fits the mold of what Kyle Shanahan wants in a running back. And I think someone that can definitely contribute to this room is Pierre Strong out of South Dakota State. You know, fastest 40 time at the combine, four uh, running backs, 437, has good size, you know, about 5'11, 207 pounds. So it's not like he's just this really small, frail type guy. Plays as fast as he runs his 40. Uh, he could definitely be a one cut guy. Led all FCS in rushing yards. Uh, I think he's a guy definitely, excuse me, a little bit off the radar in the sense of, you know, not being one of the top guys. But if you're talking about early day four pick, maybe a fourth round, you know, a pick they traded for Cabri Bibbs, they can definitely use one on <laughs> a guy like Pierre Strong with his ability. And I think he brings a different dynamic to the 49ers. You know, they have Elijah Mitchell. And Elijah Mitchell can run. He can run. I mean, we saw that at. Uh, Louisiana, Lafayette, where, you know, he ran away from some guys. But I don't think he played to his 4.39 speed, I believe it was. Not quite that fast. I think he uh, lost a lot of weight to be able to run that fast. But traditionally, he plays at more of a 218-pound running back. And I think we see that on film. So to bring somebody that can be more of a change of pace guy, uh, I, I like Pierre Strong a lot. That's so interesting, man, because the guy that I liked also ran he, 4.37. And he's from Jersey. Y'all know how I am about my Jersey. Oh, right? the records. Hey, Pierre Strong right. represented for Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, you know, yeah. you're Little Rock. I'm, I'm out here now in Little Rock. So, you feel, I mean, I, I live a little bit away from Little Rock, but yeah. That's all right. You got it. You got a rep, though, man. You know what I'm saying? But Isaiah Pacheco, man, from Vineland, New Jersey, went to Rutgers, man, ran to 437, uh, had a 33 inch vertical and 118 inch broad jump. Didn't do the three cone or anything like that, man. Uh, and Rutgers was just so bad. It was just, I felt like they couldn't really take advantage uh, of this kid's ability. So I think that if the Niners get their hands on the guy like him and if he can learn to catch out the backfield, whew, watch out. And again, I don't know where these guys are projected uh, at all. So if I'm if I'm talking about somebody who's uh, too high, please, please, please let me know. Do y'all, do either one of y'all have like a, a page pulled up where you can see where these guys are projected to go? Like where's Pierre Strong projected to go, and where is uh, Isaiah Pacheco? I don't have that page pulled up, <clears throat> but I do have their combine results and all that stuff. Oh, okay. That's a, that's actually a good pick, though. Um, I like your picks. I love Pierre Strong. I I have I, I my first my first I have two prospects. So my first prospect is going to be a different running back, a guy that ran one second slower than those guys. <laughs> Not one second, but like point one, whatever. Uh, Ty Chandler from North Carolina. Let me tell you what I like about it. Now, he, he's five, what, 5'11", 204, I believe. That's his weight and, and height, but he ran a 4'38". Uh, his vertical jump was 31, and his broad was 121. None of the running backs ran three-cone drill at the combine. But uh, what I really love about this kid, and <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, because, you know, you guys, you know, you have the power to do so. What I love about this kid is his pass-catching ability out of the backfield. And if you guys know who our running backs coach is, it's Anthony Lynn. And Anthony Lynn definitely likes running backs that can catch the damn ball out of the backfield. I think this is a, a guy you can get probably fifth or sixth round. He might be that fifth round stunner for the 49ers. Uh, I think the 49ers will draft a running back. This is a guy that can probably come into camp and then you'll probably see a guy like Marcel Harris on his way out. Like, like it's, it's just weird how this stuff works. Um, but he definitely rushed for a thousand yards. He had almost 1100 yards this year. He had 13 touchdowns for North Carolina. Uh, as far as his pass catching and, rec and receiving, 
211 yards off of 14 uh, receptions. Uh, he only dropped three passes. Yo, he had 17 targets, only dropped three passes. I, I hate drops. I'm sure we don't ever want to see drops again for the 49ers, even though they're going to happen. It's football. But, like, that's pretty good. He has pretty, really good solid hands. So I'm a Ty Chandler guy, man. Uh, I've been following the North Carolina running backs mainly since last year because last year they had two yeah. running backs that went to – yes, sir. And that's when made me start watching these guys. They produce some backs in the NFL, man. Ty Chandler should be – a good fit for the 49ers. Here's one other guy, and I see some of the people in the chat mentioning him, but James Cook, obviously brother, brother, uh, yeah. brother of, of, of Dalvin Cook. But, mm-hmm. you know, he helped himself a lot. You know, he was a guy that was listed at 5'11", 190, and he went to the combine, measured in at 200 pounds, 5'11", 200 pounds. Ran very well. I believe it was a 4'4'2". He's a terrific pass-catching back, but he has some legit explosibility out of the backfield as well. I mean, they had Zamir White, who he runs extremely well, and he ran his 40 time better than what I was expecting to see. I thought Cook played faster and was a more explosive back, but can definitely be used as a pure receiver in the passing game. What's uh, his first so name? He, uh, James. James Cook. I, I think he's someone that definitely can be uh, a legit spellback to Elijah Mitchell. Now, w- when do you have to draft him? You know, Second round, third round. You, you know. <laughs> Like yeah. 61, like, yeah. you know, it, it might That's, have to be him. But but you guys said at the beginning of the show, best motherfucking player available. Hey, you know, I mean. So, and, and I tell you what, they draft James Cook. I'm I'm about that life. I can tell you that. Because that would give the 49ers a whole nother element. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I can't wait to see? When they start drafting people, oh, that means that, like, let's say they do James Cook at 61. Oh, that means that Trey Sermon is a but no, 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 no. They just loading up the backfield. Yeah, because the running back position is a position that just seems super fragile for the 49ers. I don't know what team y'all been watching for the past few seasons, but not even Elijah Mitchell was able to stay healthy last year. So you and you're going to need a lot of them. Yeah, I got one more guy. I don't know if you guys know who he is. I got one more guy, too. Um, Breezy, you might know who he is. I don't know if you want to like this or not, but Hassan Haskins. I love Hassan. Yeah, I love Michigan. Hassan. Come and on, now, man. As an Ohio State fan, I hated this dude in that Michigan. <laughs> now, now you 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 draft this guy. He's your bruiser, though. That's your bruiser That's back. Your bruiser, you remember Boo Boo Gibson? Remember Anthony Boo Boo uh, Dixon? Boo Boo, whatever his name. Boo Boo. Hey, Boo Boo B Yeah, Dixon. I'm sorry. I think that, this guy is going to be what Booby Dixon thought he was going to be. He was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No knock on Booby. He, he don't like me no more, man. We got into it on Twitter a couple of times. He don't like Go me. ahead, Mike. You got this, man. But whatever you start to slim, I got more stuff. I could bring this kid up all damn day, yo. Look. Go ahead, Mike. You got this one. No, no, no. It's cool. Uh, like I said, so what I made this kid stand out to me uh, was that, that Ohio State game I was watching, and he just went crazy. He had five By himself. Ran for 156 yards, and he had another game where he ran for over 150 yards against Penn State. Now Penn State kind of fell off, but their their linebackers have always been respected at Penn State. That's like LBU, right? And for him to run for 153 on that team, I thought that was pretty impressive. You know what I'm saying? Coming from Michigan, so um, you know, I mean, what else would you like to add? I, I like I said, I, yeah. I can tell you what my notes are here on him. 
I, 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 I like him a lot. I, I think he did a terrific job, like being patient in the holes. Like obviously he's not like the most explosive back, but you talked about the Ohio State game. And it was almost like he just continued to wear down the guys. Mm-hmm. I, I have money on the game, so I was you know watching him closely. But it was a five <laughs> yards, five yards, five yards. Wasn't That's like he just guy. big hitters, but mm-hmm. I thought he did a really good job of being patient, setting up his blocks, and uh, running off of their ass that way. Uh, really good runner, runs with strength. He could carry a pile. Like there were a lot of good things that he did, not just That's in that cool. game, but throughout the time I, I watched a few other games of him. And, and it's cool you said that. My note here says Hassan Haskins, Michigan, and then in capital letters I put bully. Twenty-seven reps at the combine. I believe that was the highest for uh, running back. Didn't run or do anything else as far as like forty time or anything. But then he he beat up Ohio State. As I was sitting here pissed off, I was thinking to myself, "Damn, I wish the Niners had somebody like him." It was one hundred and sixty-nine yards. I said one fifty-nine. My apologies. It was 169 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, the one thing you guys failed to mention is his durability. Uh, he finds ways to stay healthy, with even with taking all those bruises. Now, I know he's going to get into the NFL. He's going to be bigger guys. But you know what he likes to do? You know what he is? He's a workaholic. Like, he's in the gym. He knows how to work his body out. And so uh, the one thing that I love about this kid is his ability to, like, never want to go down, his will to keep himself up and his balance. He has good balance. So if you've ever watched him play in some of the games that aren't the big, big games or whatever, there's times where they, they thought they had him and they, he should have fell. He was able to keep himself up and upright and get big yards. He also has hop ability because he can jump over people. So a big guy like this jumping over people, like remember that Brandon Ayuk jump over to Philadelphia Eagle? He has those type of hops. So this kid would be – I just don't know if the uh, – man, I don't know. I, I feel like if I had to give him Where's a grade – Where's he projected? Do we know? I feel like he's like a fourth rounder, like a fourth I, and fifth rounder. I keep asking I'm going to stop right, asking. Running backs, you, you never know. Yeah. They, they're just not valued the same. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, but, yeah, I, I really like him. Did, any, did you guys have another one that you guys wanted to talk about? Uh, the last guy I had was uh, Javante Price. I mean, Devontae Price, excuse me, out of Florida International, uh, 6'1", 210 pounds. Uh, he ran. He also ran a 4.38, verticals 34, uh, broad jump is 119. I like him because he's another durable guy. You know what I'm saying? He's fast, but he's bigger. Uh, who, like the 49ers, wh- who's their tallest running back? Do we know? Is Kyle it- Juszczyk, 6'4". Kyle Juszczyk is 6'4"? Hell no. He's 6'4"? Hell no. Hell no. Mike, don't he's like, he's like 6'2". Is he, is I, don't, he? I don't think so. Kyle Uchek is definitely the biggest. I, I maybe I know he's the heaviest for sure. He might not be the tallest. Let me ask you this, guys. Like, as far as running backs height, what's what's the typical height for a running back? Like 5'11, right? I, I'd say like six foot even, right? Okay. I th- I think that's I think I don't know, man. Because running backs. Uh, Tyler Batty out of uh yeah, Tyler Batty's nice too. There's uh, a lot see, of running right, backs. I got the 49ers roster pulled up here. I just curious to know. Is six foot. Trey Sermon is six foot. Elijah Mitchell is five ten. Jamichael Hasty is five eight. So six foot. Um, and then Kyle Yuschek is six one two thirty five. He was right, Mike. He's the tallest. He don't look six one, bro. But I, I it's think I, it's weird. I, maybe it's because when he's out catching passes, he looks bigger than six one to me. I know you well, saying that might actually help him. That he's able to stretch. He's able to, you know. Jimmy just put. All right, man. I think we're good on running backs, though. I like the prospects. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all want to go to tight ends next or wide receivers? It's up to you. But All right. Well, I'll we'll do wide receivers next. I only have one written down here because I can't stop crushing on, on one 
wide receiver. I have one crush too, but there's plenty of them. Yeah, like I'm just going to say Christian Watson for obvious reasons, right? I'm not going to okay. go into it. Everyone's been talking about him uh, for the Niners. And I'm, I'm looking at guys with size. If, I, if I'm going to find somebody, it's going to be somebody who's at least 6'4 and someone who can, who can move well. That's what, I, that's what I'm looking for for the Niners to pick up. I, I think we have enough of the 5'11 to 6'1 guys. You know what I'm saying? I want to get some big targets for this guy. I would love to see the Niners build around uh, Lance the way they did with uh, in Carolina with um, Cam Newton when he got there. They okay. went out and looked at people. 6'3 was the minimal height if you were going to be on that team for, for Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? And I would like to see the Niners do something like that with a guy who was uh, known to, you know, overthrow some guys, you know, throwing a little too high. That's what that's what Trey Lance was doing. I would like to see them go out there and get some receivers, 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". You know what I'm saying? Uh, so what kind of receivers are you guys? I'm not even going to put his name up here because y'all know everyone knows enough about Christian Watson. Um, it, did he do enough to be a first-round prospect? Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, I, I think I, he'll I, he'll go on the first fifty picks. We'll say that first fifty. That's good. Okay, so right, way so. before us, right? Eleven yeah. before us, huh? Okay. We There's two wide receiver prospects that I have. Um, one out of Cincinnati, Alec Pierce. He just he just gives me he just gives me Jordy Nelson vibes. He's he's a big guy that can contest and catch balls down the field, and I know we have wide receivers that we feel like can do that. But I would just like to have some wide receivers that can run fast and just outrun coverage and get down the field and the ball just fly down there from the quarterback. So uh I like I like Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. And then I know a lot of people don't have this guy probably high on their list, and you could probably get him in the fourth, fifth round, sixth round, maybe. Uh the fastest wide receiver in and in, in, in the draft, Taekwon Thornton out of Baylor. You wanted a six-three guy. This guy's six-three. Here's what I love about this kid, other than his speed. He has zero drops. Now, I'm not saying that that won't change in the NFL, and I'm not wishing that on him because I want him to have zero drops, but it's zero drops. And he's typically the guy that's going to run that one route. Now, I don't think that's going to be a Kyle Shanahan guy, typically, but I really think that Kyle Shanahan can use a fast guy that can get open, and it can change some things up, man. I, I would love to know your thoughts on that, how you guys feel about having that. I do know Danny Gray out of SMU is another fast guy, bigger guy as well. Uh, so there's some people out there, but I really love Tyquan Thornton, man. When I saw him out, when I saw him burn four DBs to catch a touchdown, like that, that, that's it. Like that, that, like, how do you burn the safeties and the corners? Yeah, no, Tyquan Thornton, he plays as fast as his 40 yard dash time. He's okay. definitely someone who can consistently get behind coverage. Uh, it was interesting, like, you know, with guys like that, especially coming out of Baylor, there's going to be a lot of comparisons to like Denzel Mims, right? Cause they kind of built similarly in the sense just both like kind of you know taller slimmer guys he's an official 6'2 180 pounds right so he is mm -hmm. skinny but he's somebody that could definitely run and i was curious to see him well how can he separate in short areas i thought he did a really good job of that whether it was out in the open field or uh in the red zone uh i watched one game gosh i can't remember who it was but he was i mean it might have been tcu kill, killing the dbs in every aspect and uh, a really good aspect to his game that I thought was kind of surprising because you're not expecting this from a guy that's a pure speed guy, but it's contested catchability. And that's interesting because if you look at some of his co combine numbers, he has like tiny hands. They're like eight and something hands. Like they're really small. But that didn't affect him at all when going up to high point passes. So 
hand-eye coordination and ball skills seem terrific. Clearly, he's just really fast. And I'd say this, as a guy that's potentially a day three pick, he not only helps you as a pure speed receiver that the 49ers just don't have, but also someone that can contribute on special teams, whether it's as a returner or Good as point. a gunner. So uh, that's somebody definitely, I, you know, I would look uh, to like. I think somebody that kind of really fits the mold of what the 49ers want or like, especially Kyle Shanahan, he leans towards guys that have like terrific three cones. And mm -hmm. if you look at Kevin Austin out of Notre Dame, I have to watch more film on him. But big body, 6'2", 200 pounds, a guy that had a 6.71 three cone and ran a pretty good 40-yard dash time, 4.4, 340-yard dash. I don't think this is a guy that's going to go in the first two rounds. But just somebody could be there either uh, at some point in the third round or early day four as well. So not not a lot of people really talking about uh, Kevin Austin uh, Jr. Definitely a guy that should be on some people's radar. I, the, the the three cone that's what really jumped out to me because we know how much Kyle Shanahan likes that six point seven one at six two two hundred pounds. That's terrific and thirty nine is vertical. So he's definitely someone who is extremely explosive. Clearly very explosive, but has really good lateral movement uh, ability to match with that. I think that's a guy that you kind of draft and you're like, all right. You know, we drafted you late, fifth round, whatever. Now, go and compete and, you know, see if you can beat out a guy like uh, Juwan Jennings. I have a question about a wide receiver. And if y'all know anything about him, feel free to say something. But do you think George Pickens is somebody that the Niners should be interested in? I know he had the ACL and during the season and everything. Uh, is that is this somebody that you guys think the Niners could potentially be interested in? You know, he's, he's got that 4-4 four, four speed. He's got some decent size to him and everything. I have no idea where he's going to get drafted now, but, you know, what do y'all think about someone like him, George Pickens? Yeah, I think George Pickens, I mean, if you would have asked this question a year or so ago, people would say, oh, he's a 100% first-round pick, maybe even mm -hmm. the first receiver taking off the board. Like, he's that talented. But right. he did have the injury, things like that, kind of slowed him down, came back late last year, and they just didn't really utilize him when he came back. He only came back for, like, last three or so games. So the targets were down. But you still saw, like, just the ability to at least, hey, I can still be a contested catch guy. He still can run routes. I think he does really good working guys' leverage. So, yeah, George Pickens, he's a guy I, I really like. But, again, I, I don't I don't foresee him being there at pick 61. Okay. All right, so he'll be gone. So by you think he's going to be gone by pick 61? Well, he did come back. He, he did no, come no, back. No, no, I know. But, okay. All right. I, I, think, I think there's enough film out there on him for teams to be like, yeah. Like we we can get something out of this guy, right? That's why I just don't if, know. If I was if I was to draft the wide receiver that dealt that dealt with injuries, it would probably be Mechie out of out of Alabama. I think that would be the guy I would I would go with. And he and it's a possibility he might even be available at sixty one. And him healthy, I, I think he will. It, it, that's a win. He's not the biggest of guys though. So you know, no, if you're he's looking not. for someone that brings something a little different than what you have with the forty nine receivers right now. Who they they can run. And Mechie can run, but, you know, they're all kind of that six foot, Same, you know, 5'11 yeah. mm -hmm. kind of range. And Mechie is that guy as well. Can work outside, can work inside. You know, you can play outside uh, slot. All those things can win vertically, outrun guys. I think he does a terrific job of that. Of that. I think if you're around a 40, he's a legit 4-4-1 guy. So I think mm -hmm. he would be the faster of the receivers that the 49ers have, at least that, you know, are legit impact guys. But, yeah, the injury, I mean, but for, for me, it's just – you know, I would like to see someone that brings something different. Than what I the got you. Give me have. a T. Who? All right, crap. And this draft, who's T? Who's T. Higgins? That's what I want. I think he's kind of 
similar to a T Higgins. I think maybe Drake London is a little bit. That's more, what I want. You know, give I me a T Higgins. I, I, think, I mean, uh, London gonna be gone way before. Yeah, sixty one though. I mean, he. Uh, he what if was, he goes, if he goes, if he goes second round, like you know, that would be surprising. Okay. What, was, okay. what was the wide receiver you were talking about at the? Um, it was, he's, he's a smaller guy though, but he plays big at the senior. Probably bowl. Calvin was, Austin. Oh, okay. oh, from Memphis. Yeah, five eight, oh, hundred. He's nice. Pounds. He's just tiny. Uh, you know, he, he's tiny, but but I'll say this, man. Watching him at the Senior Bowl, you know, it, it didn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. however they tried Team to guard him, Smith vibes, whether it was, right? Whether mm-hmm. it was, you know, uh, press on the outside, off on the outside, press in the slot, off in the slot, like they couldn't guard him. Vertical pushing route, slant, you know, quick game, uh, just go run straight by guys. It didn't matter. They couldn't guard him. That's 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 Steve Smith type shit, right? There. Explosive had the fastest three cone at the at the combine. He did. That's one of the fastest forties uh, four receivers at the combine. Uh, very 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 explosive receiver. And again, Adam and Reed. he's another guy. You start talking about added value. If it's a guy that maybe guy. doesn't get on the field right away, you know he has that special teams aspect, being able to be a legit return guy. Is yeah. he out of reach for the Niners? That's the question. I think he. I think he'll be in he range. Talk them. about the Forty Nine ers potentially, you know, being a guy like the team. They they move around, right? Like if they, they, they trade up fifty. You think he'll be there at fifty? Yeah, I do. I yeah. I think he'll be there at fifty. That's what I'm talking about. Man. But that's again, what? why would they draft a guy that's similar to a bunch of the guys that they have? Nah, this dude. Different. He ain't like them. <laughs> He's I'm just talking about as far as size. Well, and he's, also because he ain't like him like with size either, because he's only five eight. Because he play he played bigger. I get it. I'm just saying. Like and that's he, why I and, like Mechie. Like, what's the like? I think Mechie could be just as good or just as dangerous. Is he gonna be like? Mechie, is he gonna be ready to play? Yeah, I get Mechie you. isn't quite as twitched up and bursty. Okay. Now, he would also shore up your return game, like. Day one, like he's going back there, right? One hundred percent. Not if you draft Marcus Jones. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Me and nah, I'm just playing. Nah, like, I, I, hey, I'm I. I actually like having Austin. I just, I just don't think the Forty okay. ers are gonna. All right, go I like it. I like it. All right, let's keep the show moving, man. All right, Wayne, let's do uh tight ends next. We got we got some tight ends here. Okay. Uh, that we can discuss. Uh, you want to go first this time? I think we back around to you, right? We back around to me. All right, my 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 favorite tight end is is the dude out of Maryland, Chiggy. Chiggy Chiggy Smalls is the illest. Live from Bedford Stuyvesant, son, the livest one six two two forty four. Chig Ozium on Conquil. Okay, I tell you what. I don't even want to disrespect the young man. How just about call you him Chiggy Smalls, bro. <laughs> or just, just call him Chiggy. Spell it for me real quick. C-H-I-G-O-Z-I-E-M-O-K-O-N-K-W-O. O-K-O-N-K-W-O. Okay. I, he was – I don't. I think I took him off my list. I think I had him on there at first, but I took him off. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. That's cool. All right, man. He's not. He didn't give you like the best senior year at his Maryland college. I mean, he only had what four hundred forty-eight yards. He was averaging eight point eight yards. He had five touchdowns. But I think what he would provide for the 49ers is that element of speed. And you already like what 
George Kittle could do with his speed. He ran a four five two in the combine. I just like did he do the three cone? He did do the three. Nope, he didn't do the three cone. So I I like his speed. I feel like the 49ers can really do something out of like a 12 personnel with this guy on the field. With he gives me Delaney Walker vibes uh for what the things that he can do on the field. I just feel like the 49ers can add a different element in that tight end game. And you get like a, a wide receiver out of this kid. Like this kid is really good in, in the pass catching game as well as in blocking. So I feel like he can be a good fit for the 49ers. That would be my first pick. I know, I know why I took him off. I, I took him off only because he was only six two. That's the only yeah. reason I took him off. Yeah. Okay. But he he's he's a he's a stout dude though. Like he, he that's he, six he, two, he's in that frame. Yeah, like, like I, he in there, he packed in there. Yeah, I mean, he, he just gives me really, really, really good vibes, yo. I just I just would love to see Trey Lance hitting that tight end going across the middle. All right. What you got for us, Croc? You want to give us one? Yeah, I think uh our guy likely out of uh, Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, Isaiah likely out of um coastal Carolina. I think he's somebody that is I mean, he he's more of a pure like pass catcher, not a guy that they ask to block a whole lot. So, you know, that would be something kind of newer in the sense of being in the 49ers offense, more of a power offense, putting his hand in the ground. They split him out where there was, you know, they could split him out slot outside. But I think he has some versatility as a guy that could potentially be in the H back as well. Someone mm-hmm. that could be like, you know, kind of a Swiss Army knife, almost like what you have from Kyle Juszczyk. So, yeah, I really like like right. There's likely there's uh, Dolce out of, out of out of UCLA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's more of a big a, dude. Like, That's a big legit, dude too. Like, you know, pass catcher. Yeah. And then you have uh Cole Turner, I believe, out of Nevada, who's like 6'6. Mm-hmm. Now he's somebody that red zone, baby. Well, he's he's a receiver. Like this, like, hey, go split out wide, especially in the red zone. Like mm-hmm. red zone, you go play out wide. He's running slants, they're throwing fades to him. Shit, right? mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's more of that. Like he, it was very rare to see him. Uh, really kind of as an inline blocker at, at uh, uh, Nevada. All right. I'm going to go with my favorite prospect, who I know y'all aren't going to name at all, because this guy don't have any numbers to back up anything. And his name is Curtis Hodge, right? And this guy is 6'8". Right? I don't even know if he went to the combine. I ain't going to lie. I don't even know if he went to the combine. I'm going to read my notes here for him, right? Now, he's, this guy is always, always injured. I got it from Arizona State. Uh, Curtis Hodges. Curtis Hodges, yeah. Arizona State. Did I put Hodges? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 7.14 three cone. Oh, so he did run his three cone. He he was at the combine? 4.85 40. Okay. This guy is just massive, right? Uh, He has less than 40 receptions in five years. This is why I don't think anyone's going to really go after him. Right. I think that people are going to overlook this guy. Uh, but the reason his production is so low is just because he can never stay healthy. You put him <laughs> on a team that has George Kittle and Ross Dwelly already. And like you get professional help. And Charlie, Charlie <laughs> for, Warner, too. For this heel. Yeah. Right. So someone that's not going to have to start right away. You can get this guy late in the draft. That much I know. I hey, there's no way this um, guy hey, is Sam, going in the first three rounds. Can you please change my name from from Wayne Balky and put Mike's name? As Mike Balky, please, can you please do that? I'm no longer drafting the injured players. This is Mike. (laughs) Balky is like anybody with an ACL, right? But this guy, 
he he's just massive, man. Like, what's, I, I, what's I, his I, injuries, bro? Oh, you want me to pull up the list? Of injuries? Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. We'll be here till tomorrow. I, I don't know all of them. I know that I'm looking at like how many games he's played, and he don't have a ton of them, man. But he's six eight, thirty four inch arms. Like that catch radius. Again, you got to remember what I was looking at, right? I'm looking at who I want to come in here for Trey Lance. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that's what I'm looking for. Someone See, I don't expect here. Trey Lance to throw high ass passes like Jimmy Garoppolo, bro. Like I I, I think he's gonna hit guys. Doesn't matter what size they are. But that's you what know? Trey was doing, though. Trey throws. That's high. what he was doing. I'm telling he, you what he, I don't expect him to be doing. He like, was throwing high, high and hot. Now he, he did. If if you just use just Houston, the Houston game, that was the first time where he definitely was much more accurate. He got him down, yeah. On especially on the enemy throws. But that's why what said, we had seen in all the other games, he was throwing yeah. high and hot. But yeah, I, he, I, I he was. He definitely, he definitely I, was. And the the other two guys I have here are Jelani Woods. Or Jelani Woods. I like Iowa Jelani State. Woods, bro. And then uh, Chase Allen from Iowa State. Okay. Uh, I like. I really like Jelani Woods. I have him as number one because that's this is the guy that I think if the Niners could get somebody, it's probably going to really be him. Um, and and last year was his most productive season. Uh, he still he plays like I don't know if he has a basketball background or not, uh, but he he still learned like box out and you know put put the ball uh, put get hit between the defender and the ball to uh, catch passes. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I really like him. Uh, and, you know, in high school, he was a quarterback. So he's, he's athletic. You know what I'm saying? Four, six, one, 40 time, um, you know, 24 reps on the bench. This guy, he, he's still coming into his frame. I think he's going to be a good player in the NFL if the right team gets him. So that no one likes my guy. No one likes my guy, Jalen Weidemeyer, because he ran because he ran a slow 40. All right, you got you got to spell his name for me too, because I'm not going to try to spell Waddle. Yeah, but that was, that, that, but preach, Croc. Well, it was it, no, it was ridiculously slow though. It was five point like two five forty. He's a pass catching. Well, first of all, he's a pass catching tight end. That's it. Any any, and I think he plays better than what we saw how he tested, but. The alarming no, no, thing no. there is, you know, the crop went straight in on this one. <laughs> well, the, 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 there were the reports that he was a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, immature. Okay. And then for him to go out and test the way he did with everything that was on the line, it was like, did you prepare at all? Okay. You know, to run in the fives in your 40 yard dash time. Uh, his vertical jump was like 25 inches. It's like you, you literally, like, you did nothing to prepare for, for this. That's not a guy I want on my team. Did, okay. did he have a nice broad jump at least? Like, did he, did he do any of that? Uh, well, I, he only did his pro day, so I would have to look up his pro day oh, stuff. Only the pro day stuff. Okay. Yeah. So then, damn, that was the pro day? Yeah. He didn't do the combine. Oh, my God. All right, so then Wayne, why why is he on your list? I still can't I can't find his name anywhere. So you can't find it. He, he might he might go undrafted oh, and he'd be like somebody nice to draft to to pick up to get undrafted. Just, I got you. I see you. And he was a guy that people gonna... were potentially talking about him being like a first round pick. I didn't quite see that, but but you didn't you didn't see that at the pro day. But I mean, you we got to watch his film. That's part of the thing. But I, I get where you're going. I get where you I get where you're saying. Oh, trust you. If you can't. If you I can't get, you. get up and be prepared for you. the biggest interview of your life, I got you. I, I, I don't know. I got you. 
I got well, give you. us give us some of the pros. I mean, he just has good Cry- game. I mean, he's he's just your pass catching tight end. I I I miss the Jordan Reeds of the NFL. Like you know what I'm saying? And and I'm not saying he he has Jordan Reed speed at this moment, but he has great hands, right? <laughs> so you throw well, you him a see ball. some things. He definitely uses his body well. He does a really good that, job of, of yeah of boxing out defenders with the ball in the air. It could be a red zone threat. I think his run after catch was a little <laughs> underrated in in the sense of how he moves, but. Even then, like you go and you kind of bomb your your interview in, in the way that he did. Like that's not. I mean, maybe he just had a bad night, bro. And and I know you won't. I mean, but we all have had bad nights. I mean, I've heard of people having bad combines because of all the come here, talk to this team, talk to that team, and moving around. But y'all said this was his pro day. That he this did was this his at? pro day. It was his pro day. I'm not giving him any excuses though, y'all. That's not yeah, what I'm are. doing. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, fuck him. Oh well. No, because no, because that was a valid joint. Like I, I understand what Crocker's saying. Like I'm not hiring you if you can't show that you're accountable, and that's what right. he's saying. If you're not going to be accountable, then you don't belong on a freaking team. But I like the kid. I like what I've watched on 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 film. But damn, he bombed the interview. But is is it? And then, have you ever bombed a test, y'all? Sorry, I gotta take it back to school. And you you thought you prepared well for it, and then oh, you I just was, didn't. You just didn't I wake was. up right in the morning. You didn't eat the right breakfast or but some run shit. A, run a four eight five. You know, jump <laughs> jump thirty one inches. Like you know what I'm saying? I get it, bro. I get it. One hundred percent. All the way, literally. Like what what he. It just really like look up his there. numbers, bro. They were bad, Mike. Yeah, they were Tom, really that's bad. That's legit. Some of the worst uh, pro day timing for a tight end I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> they were bad, bro. I, I've I never heard of anything this. that bad. Seriously, I want to hear, guys. But he, he's a good he's a good pass catcher. So we go we go. Wayne's looking him up, man. Okay, I, I so look. all right, so it wasn't it wasn't as bad as what Croc is making it seem because Croc made it seem like he ran a five eight. So he he jumped a nine foot one in the broad jump. Trash. Never mind. <laughs> no, keep going. I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear. Come on. I want to hear. His wanna, his, his his vertical inch was twenty five and a half inches. Trash. He was for real. That would be the lowest. Let me let me pull up. No, don't pull it up. Don't pull it up, bro. Don't pull it. Up. <laughs> I'm pull up the combine. Hold on. Don't pull it up, please. Don't pull it up. His forty was a five oh three. Okay. 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 Trash. Uh, yeah, but but I, mean, I felt like it was worse the way y'all was talking. I ain't gonna hold. There's it the way he, he was talking. Don't put that on me, bro. <laughs> I know. I know. He, he ran the five. I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I, I hear you. I, I'm with y'all, man. Maybe he had an ankle injury or something. I'm saying maybe maybe if something was tweaked, bro. How, t- how tall is he? You don't run. He's six. He's six five. Two fifty five. So it's not even like he's like 270. Damn, we can't win anything with crack. Can we? (laughs) There's no excuse. No excuse, Jalen. Listen, Jalen, if you want to be on the show, man, holla at your boy, man. But listen. I got something for y'all right now. Hold on. Uh oh. Slowest 40 time at the combine, laser time, is 496. Oh, 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 of all tight ends. Of all tight ends. Of tight ends. ends. Well, maybe they switch him to at the uh, combine. All right, hold on, hold on. His vertical jump of 25 inches. 25 and a half. 
That too would have been the worst of all tight ends. At the he should have went to the combine. His like, broad jump of nine one. He might he might get some love here. Nope, it would be the worst. Nine three is it? <laughs> Yo, he might get some oh love here. Nope, nope. <laughs> that would be the worst. Oh like, my god! And it's not even like close. Like there's like the guy Jeremiah Hall. He he jumped nine. He brought jumped nine three. That's but that's not that's, that's not fair, Crop. Everyone else, Crop, you've been to the combine, Crop. Ten, ten flat, ten one. The combine, the combine is a different mentality than the pro day. The pro right? day, pro day you though. test better, you're more comfortable. Yeah, you usually test better. Yeah, but day. he didn't do the first. He didn't do the combine. A lot of people like he he should have did the combine. So that could be like the PSAT, and then when he go take the SAT, he prepared, but he didn't prepare. Oh, is homeboy from your hometown? Nah, I don't know this cat, cause. <laughs> <laughs> but the film says otherwise, right? That, so I that's just like his film, right? bro. No, like no, I, a, I haven't seen the film, so I'm asking. Like, I, I, but I don't I, like Croc, like Croc said. Croc made a valid point, yo. I agree. Like I'm not gonna, but we don't know if that's why he tested poorly. Well, I'm, what I was going to say was I'm not drafting somebody only off of what they did on the combine. I want to see the tape. I want to see the film. Well, that's not what Croc was saying. Croc was saying his performance at the pro day makes him think that he right, didn't right. prepare. Yeah, like you just – like and you know already what I mean? had the immaturity questions about him. Oh, uh, and then that, right. We, we prefaced with that. I got you. I got you. I mean, you can get him in the seventh round, man. We got two picks, 260, the last pick in the draft. Snatch this cat up. He'll be a winner. All right, we're gonna go to offensive linemen now. Unless the unless y'all have other tight ends. I'm done, yo. I'm I'm, I'm Wait, said I ain't talking about no one. <laughs> I won't say another draft prospect on this show. We go, no, come on, man. All right, I'm gonna go Trash. first this guy because this is somebody who I, I don't even think this guy is gonna get drafted if I'm being completely honest. Said, which position? This nigga said it's not that bad. I thought I thought it was gonna be worse. It's the worst. That would be the worst time out of every tight end. Can y'all please work. leave this shit alone? Can we move <laughs> forward? I thought it was it's the worst. worst. It can't it's get the worst. worst. It is literally the worst. <laughs> they said Wayne Balky is back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, we, we gonna move the offensive lineman, right? And y'all could y'all could specify whichever position you want on the offensive line, right? Okay. I'm gonna work with this guy here because uh, this guy played tackle. Uh, he actually played some guard and played center, right? Mm. And if I get this guy, I want him to play center. I want him to play center, right? Okay. His name is Derek Kerstetter, all right? Now, the thing about this kid is all of his weaknesses, in my opinion, you can hide him. He's a longhorn, right? You can hide him if you get him off of the edge and put him inside. I think he works better inside the box. Uh, he did play some center snaps, and the center snaps weren't bad at all, but he's listed as a tackle slash guard. So mm. uh, I want to know, do, do y'all even know who this guy is? Mm-mm. I don't. I'm I'm, I'm not going to lie. Mm-mm. I bet you he ran slower than Jalen Watermeyer, though. Let me see. Let me see. Well, I'm on an offensive lineman, so I, you know. But then again, tackles are supposed to be athletic. Let me see if I could find. Uh, a write-up on him somewhere really quick and give y'all some information on him. If y'all want to name somebody else really quick, y'all can feel free to do that. Let me pull up the offensive tackles and I'm going to find my um, and give y'all some information on him because hey, I feel like I'm doing them. 14 offensive linemen ran faster at the combine than Julian <laughs> Rodemeyer ran this at guy, his program. I swear to goodness, yeah. 14 <laughs> offensive linemen. This guy. 
let's go. This guy, yeah. All right, here All we right, go. All right, so, so um, you got it? Because I really... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it says he was solid but unimpressive for, uh, for Texas in 2020. Uh, here we go. In 2021... Uh, versus Oklahoma, uh, gave gave up a sack. Oh, they they talking about the negative shit. I want to see some positive stuff. Let me see what I have on him. Maybe there is no positive stuff. No, nah, there's positives on everybody, man. All right, so he ran a five five three at the combine. Um, he's six four two ninety nine. Uh, they have him listed as offensive tackle slash guard. But again, I would like to put this guy at center. Is six four at center too tall? No, it's not. It's not too tall. I, I really, really want to – He I don't like the way he moves in space, but if you put him inside, man, this guy's arms, the way he the way he moves and everything, I think he's going to be a really, really good center. And then he got snaps at center, um, and he played well. I just can't find the write-up on him that uh, made me like him. I went back and watched a couple of games, and they moved him anywhere. Like, this guy wasn't just someone who came in and played in one spot. He reminds me of uh, – what's the guy's name on the Niners that does this? He, he plays tackle, guard. Um, Brunskill? Nah, it's not Brunskill. I don't even know if he's still on the Niners now. He was on the he Niners. He's talking about. Uh, he talking about um, damn. I can't oh, think of his name right now. I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. It wasn't Brunskill, though. It, it's not. I know you're talking about Ben Garland. 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 Ben Garland. He moved all over the line. That's who this guy reminds me of. But I would put him in. I would put him in the center. So this is somebody that I think the Niners can get like the last day of the draft, you know, and we got, we're loaded up in the sixth and seventh rounds. Like that's where I would like to get him and just see where he fits best. Uh, Cause he's got a motor. He's a, he's a highly intelligent guy. He'll learn any system that he's in. <laughs> that's what I would want to do. So that that's my offensive lineman for the Niners. Uh, who do y'all have on here? Anybody y'all want to add? Up here? This, we, go, we all just picking one. Well, I, I think I a lot of people that. like Cole Strange. I like Cole Strange out of yeah, Chattanooga, Chattanooga, bro. I like but, him. you know, that's one of those things. I think his name been kind of floating around. Yeah, uh, his stock is rising, bro. Mm-hmm. Twitter. So it's like everybody knows, you know, him. But he definitely is a guard. He's lean. He can move. Uh, he's a guy who can play guard or center. They had him play center uh, has, senior role, yeah, bro. He has that, yeah, he has that versatility in that way. Uh, you know, fits the zone type scheme. Mm-hmm. My my favorite, uh, I don't know why he's not getting a lot of buzz, but my man Dylan Parham out of Memphis. Dylan P A R Ham. Okay. And it's it's Dylon, like Dylon. I got you. All right. Six three. He's undersized though. I think that like, but it's weird because PFF has him weighed at 285, but then the NFL Combine has him weighed higher. So I'm thinking he gained weight at the combine. Not sure. I, I don't know. But um, also fits the zone. Uh, he's naturally a guard, but guess what? He can play center. And we know that the 49ers like drafting guys that has versatility. I wish we would have picked Cesar Ruiz two years ago or Creed Humphrey last year. But unfortunately, we didn't. So we can actually get it right this year. There are a slew of number of guys. If I had to pick my top three guard to center combos, it would be uh, Dylan Parham, Cole Strange, and I, I would take the the chance on Cam Beef Jerky, man. I, I would take the chance on Jerky. Um, but the fastest, one of the fastest linemen in the draft. Um, when it comes to Dylan, though, I like I like the senior bowl game. I like the fact that he took the snaps and also played it in the game. So he played center in the senior bowl game, right? 
and he was manhandling my man Travis Jones from Connecticut. Big up! Uh, like, and who's going to be a probably a day two second well second round dra- draft pick, maybe in the first round. I don't know. So I like this guy, man, but I, I like Croc's pick too, Cole Strange. Uh, I don't know who yours is, Mike, so I can't tell you if I like him. And then, here's my sleeper. Ready? Boston College, Alec Lindstrom. I'll just leave it at that. Alec or Alex? Alec. Okay. Let me put let me put his name up here. Alec Seven. Lindstrom. Ran a five one eight, but he does he can, he's naturally a center, but then he can play guard. And so the reason why I like these picks, uh, and if the 49ers do choose to draft it, they kind of showed us the blueprint on how this is gonna work. They got a center already. They're going to draft this guy, probably redshirt him, unless they need him to play it due to an injury, and then they can come and slide right in. Is there an H in there take, no? take the H out, bro. Okay, I'm sorry. Shut up. Thank you. <laughs> Brother played for the Falcons. Got you. Okay, okay. So football family, football family. Mm-hmm. Comes from the All pedigree. Right. <clears throat> I think I think that's it, unless y'all got somebody else. Offensive good, line. Man. I mean, all right. <clears throat> are we are we gonna draft another fullback or will we have just no nah, we got Josh right? Hockett, bro? That's true. That's true. Okay. We got All the right. Hawkster. I think I think that's gonna be it. Now, in the honorable mentions that you guys want to bring up here, uh on the offense, somebody else that you think might be like a last day. Um, who has the last pick in the draft? We do. We we do have the last pick in the draft. You could draft slow ass Jalen Watermeyer. Nah, because then you got to give him a signing bonus. Nah. Ah, so let him go to free agency, then pick him up. Got you. I mean, well, you might still have to give him because you might have to outbid other people. Because, I mean, he was a good football player. I mean, there's a chance he still gets drafted. I just went drafted. And that's what I was saying. Did the film say otherwise? Like, you remember how everybody was talking about Elijah Mitchell? Oh, man, his his uh pro day, he, he faster than, he's faster than Raheem Osir. And I was like, I saw the film. No, he's not. He don't. He don't he was, have he that. Was, no, he was fast, but I mean, he wasn't like four. They were like, oh, he ran four threes, but it was like four three nine. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not really like four four. People was really gassing homeboy. It up. just, like it just didn't. Here. Like when you watch him play, even in the pros, he has speed, but he doesn't have that. He don't have, he don't have breakaway speed. He don't pull away from anybody. Yeah, he don't got more. Anybody that said like, oh, he got most of like just. Just Stop. mute them or yes. block them. Nobody yes. has most of speed. All right. right. Like, and I think most of it can kind of skew like your kind of judgment on what a fast person looks like. Like you could be fast, but not be most of it. No, I understand. It, the reason why I brought that up, I, I can't remember what game it was, but he had broke to the outside and he it was just him in the end zone. He got caught. Like that's what I mean. Yeah, it was like the uh he like ran to the right. Yes, yes. We we talk about the exact like same the play. Bears to the dude, I know what game, I know what play you're talking about. And I was like, man, you supposed to crave that. I, I, I know that. <laughs> most, I'm like, most, how you get caught, dog? Listen, most are never not got caught. Got not from behind. behind. Not from behind. Never. Not, not never from behind. behind. He gonna go crazy. He gonna go he gonna go crazy on Miami. Oh, Matt Breida had that sneaky speed too, man. Nobody was catching Breida from behind, but most Breida was fast, bro. Breida didn't de- didn't. Um, he just fumbled a lot. He didn't define. Uh, he didn't uh, defy angles. 
Mostert had had speed that like defied angles. Like it was it was I've never seen nothing like that before in my yeah, life. No, he was fast. Yeah, Mostert was running like like he was running away from something. Like like <laughs> I ain't even gonna take it there, but you know what I'm trying to say. Coming. Yeah, oh, no, dog. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm Somebody going. was chasing him. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. You was we not catching most contributions here to read really quick. Uh, I think they're throwing some shots at y'all, man. I'm, this is Sean right here. It says 415, question 209. Crack the best best expert export from 209. We have enough draft picks that are bust. The combine is a separate event altogether. Be blessed. Is Gore becoming a scout? Your thoughts. Um, they say that they want him coming here for front office. What do y'all think his job will be? He, he said he wanted to scout talent. Yeah, he said he wanted didn't to scout. Did they ask him to uh, view Trey Lance's film, and he came they back did? with a report of like, "Oh, I like him." Like he's the I guy. Didn't, I, that's what's up. I didn't know that. Y'all don't remember that report? Mm-mm. I know he said he wanted to like work in the front office and help scout talent. Like, I, like that's that was one of the things that he yeah. said. So um, that could be him scouting, like you know, letting. I mean, when you when you watch Trey Lance, you I mean, you're gonna fall in love with the kid because you you see the ceiling, like you see that he has that potential and he has tangibles that you can work with that no one's ever seen. So, just be careful when you guys are looking at scouts. Not my talking to y'all because I know y'all know better, but for the people who are viewing and everything, people who are gonna watch this again, be careful when looking up highlight film. Of oh, opposed to watching that is the all twenty two dangerous thing that you could ever 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 do. It's called highlights for a reason yeah. all right here we go i got i got it i got it on i got to pull it up uh interesting shortly after the trade was made york phone so jet york did this for uh phoned 40 uh former 49ers running back frank gore and asked if he knew any of the top quarterback prospects york and gore have remained close since the running back left in 2015 after 10 seasons uh york values his evaluation said uh just take a look and let me know what you think, York said, regarding Lance. Weeks passed without any word until uh, York's phone rang Tuesday night. It was Gore. He wanted to talk, but York was putting down his kids uh, for the night, didn't answer. Then York's phone uh, pinged. It was a text from Gore. Gore said, call me. It read in all caps. And he said, uh, Gore watched the tape. Sufficient to say he was wowed. Uh, you don't give up all that for a pocket passer. Gore told me you don't give up all that and still need to call a perfect play for a guy. This guy can make, uh, he can make plays even when the call ain't perfect. He has a chance to be special in the offense. There it is. There it is. Hey, Mike, that did that answer your question too about Frank Gore retiring now? Cause they got this relationship so close. they cool yeah I, that was like one of the first things that Thanks i know for reading that bro like yeah. yeah that was uh that was one of the first things that, that stood out to me when he started reading was like frank gore and jed york have remained close even at the time away tampering tampering and he right. said in his interview that he you know he talked to, to to jed so like they just working it out i like that i like that a lot man miss debbie thank first you for the ballot first ballot hall of famer gore y'all, y'all think he's first ballot hall of famer hell let me let me let me take the picture down so they can see me. I I don't I don't see why he wouldn't be, but I can see that he, I I can see that they won't vote him in. But I think he should be. That to answer your question, I think he should be. I think Frank Gore is going to be one of those guys that get in later. Like you know how like they have like the the people like they bring in people now in black and white. Like we got to bring in somebody from the 
mm-hmm. whatever. Well, I forget what they call it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They they call it a certain thing when they bring him. That's when they're gonna bring in Frank Gore. Like Frank Gore, Frank Gore is getting in like 20 years. No, it's not gonna take, <laughs> that, long. take that long. And they're gonna take that right. <laughs> All right. He, he he might, it might first. be his second his be second, second round, second ballot, worst case scenario. I think nah, I think you got Frank. I think it's gonna take Frank longer than that. I no, think, I, wait, I, why? Why? Because because everybody comes. They came at me like I'm a hater or I'm I want attention. Nah, or, you're you not know, like you know. I don't even talk like that. I'm not talking about you, but Mike. Why? Why do you think that? All right. What's your so take on Frank Gore's career? They they they're gonna listen. They're gonna hear me and say I'm hating, and that that's not what it is, right? Seniority pick. <laughs> so this is what it is with Frank, right? Frank Gore was steady Eddie. Mm-hmm. He wasn't flashy at all. Period. Right. Like he I didn't. He you. didn't have. Uh, Frank Gore wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the strongest. Uh, he was on bad teams. So a lot of the times when he was going off, people were going to say that it was bulk because we had bad quarterbacks. So they just over, they overused the running back position, right? Like Alex Smith and Frank Gore, that little connection, a lot of passing, when they include the passing yards, his numbers go through the roof because Alex Smith was checking it down to him so damn much, right? But yes, he's number three on the all-time rushing list. But you got to look at how long it took him to do it. That's going to be something that's included in that discussion as well. Frank Gore been in the league for damn near 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that they're going to look at when it when it comes to it. Frank Gore like he he was in the league at a time where he was never the best running back in the NFL. Never. Not one time did you ever say, "Damn, we got the best running back in the NFL in Frank Gore." We had a good running back, right? We had a very productive running back and he's somebody that I would trust. I was I was the main guy pissed off that he didn't get any of the carries down at the goal line, you know, in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was that guy. So don't get me wrong. This is not about disrespecting him. He's just, he's just not, there's nothing that you see in Frank Gore's game that says first ballot Hall of Famer. The only thing that people are going to pin their hat on is third on the all-time rushing list. He'll get in because of that, but just eventually. That's, that's valid, man. He was a great blocker. He got low behind the line and everything like what he did well, I can tell you what he did well, but I, I, unfortunately, the question is, why isn't he going to get in on the first ballot? That So everything is going to sound like I'm being negative, right? So it's, it's not about hating on him or anything. Not, like not necessarily. I think I think a lot of people that feel like he should be, we probably feel like, you know, it's because of what he did in the NFL and his accomplishments, which is, that's a big thing. So you can't look at it and say, yo, he got 16,000 yards because the other two names above him is Emmitt Smith, who played long, and then Walter Payton, who didn't play long, right? You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, he played long, and he got it on his last team or whatever or whatnot, but that's a big accomplishment because but even- all the other names on that list who are the bedazzle-razzles, that's, that, that's why I like your point. It's very valid because all the other names on that top 10 list were the best running backs, like, in the league. That's what I was going to say. Even Emmitt Smith, like, he had a three-year stretch where he was the best league, uh, the best back no, in the league. No, very valid. You know what very I'm saying? And then that was my was, thing, but, I, you know, people, you know, they, they But that's not hating. That's logic. No, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think – I think Frank Gore meant more to the 49ers than he did to the rest of the To the NFL. league. Absolutely. And, and like throughout his career. Now, once it's wrapped up, and if you want to tie in the longevity and you want to say, well, he's third all time, look how long he played. We'll never see someone play this long. He did have some um, really good statistics, like uh, it's like nine straight or like 12 straight thousand yard from scrimmage seasons or whatever it is. When you start doing things like that, it's like, okay. But I know when I watched, which was a really good football player, 
and great for the 49ers. And I think that's why all the 49ers fans hold him to such high regard. And people are pissed off at the thought of anyone pushing back on him potentially being the Hall of Famer. But in, in, in my opinion, when watching him, I never said he's a top five running back in the league. Not even like just, oh, the best. I never thought he was a top five. I thought he was really good. Now, if you say that, well, being between five and 10 for your entire career gets you in, or, you know, between, you know, five to 12 in the league gets you in because you did that for a long time, then okay. I just, I don't know what the criteria is for the, I, I thought it was like made for the elite of the elite, but I it's mean, the way let, they vote. They man. let it's, random people in. So I, I don't know. It comes down to how they vote. I think it's like 40, it's 49 selected, you know, committee voters or whatever or whatnot. And then, so like we can nominate, like even us, like regular people, we can nominate people. They're going to get a bunch of nominations. Then they go through like three rounds of ballots. Like they go through three rounds of polls, excuse me. So I don't think there's a criteria. I just think they no, start talking. they got somebody talking. that speaks for them. Like it's probably going to be like Matt Mayoko. And yeah, Matt, Matt Mayoko speaks for the 49ers. The other, exactly. Yeah, He's Mayoko's the 49ers. Have to sell them to the, to the other 48 other voters. people. Exactly. Oh, hey, this is why exactly. Uh, he should be considered for the Hall of Fame, which I don't think is going to like everyone loves Frank Gore. They love the person that he is. Yeah. And I think that's definitely going to help him get in as well. Uh, I just think like if it's going to take time, it's, it's a, yeah, it's going to take a little time. And, that, and that's valid. Like, so I might feel differently and I feel like I'm valid. Y'all valid. Everybody valid in this situation. Guys. Like it's okay. Like Wait, I don't so understand. You have him as a first ballot wing. I, I have him as a first ballot because of that made majority. That that that's a big accomplishment. And the, and just to push back a little bit on someone, some of what y'all were saying. Put that cat on one of them other teams. I bet you Frank Gore would have been better. But like, we you know can't what I'm do saying? that though. Like we can't. No, you like, can't because like, you said he was like on a Matthew bad team Stafford, and he still. That's like well, that's like Matthew Stafford being on. But, on the Detroit Lions his whole career. And but Barry Sanders stat, was on the Lions. And they, I just, right, I just, and, exactly. And what did Barry Sanders do? I mean, he, but he was a different type of running back, though. Okay, okay, hold on. I got so you. Barry Sanders was, I'm Barry, not, and I'm not comparing him to Barry no, 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 Sanders. This, but Barry Sanders defied his system and the offensive line that he played behind. Right, yeah, he, had, he had no why, choice. <laughs> like, he was that great of a person to do that. Like, his offensive line was shit. His team was always shit. The organization is going to be trash for the rest of their careers, lives, and situations, or whatever, right? But he defied it, and I agree with it. Frank Gore, though, in my opinion, I'm just saying the 49ers were bad. You just said it, so they had to force feed him the ball. If they kept force feeding the ball, Barry, I mean, Frank Gore might have would have had twenty thousand yards because he could have got more. His his sophomore year with the Niners was when he just took like he was yeah, one of the best running backs in the league. 1,600 yards, almost. He was five yards short from 1,700 yards on the ground, my guys. Let's come on, man. And then what happened a year after that? And it was durable as, as tech. This dude, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not saying that because I'm a 49er fan. That's why I loved y'all points. They was valid as F because y'all said, yo, when was he ever a top running back in the league? I don't know. But that what if that's year, not – 2006 was like the year where like he can hang his hat on as like I was I was with the big dogs. And got, outside of that, it's hard to find a year where he he's got, with the big dogs. He got eight 1,000 rushing yard seasons with the Niners, right? One yeah, 1,000 I mean, rush. How, how many yards do you have to average to get 1,000 yards? 64. How many yards per game? Or something like that. 64. 
60, like he, he had that 63. average team. So, I mean, it's not, and he was kind of, again, I don't want to keep. This is tough, bro. I talked about it earlier on my podcast. I did the same thing. And, but I I love Frank Gore. And I think he epitomized everything that you want in your player. I think he epitomized everything that people want in the Hall of Fame. Someone that, like, he represented the Shield extremely well. Any player that you hear talk about Frank Gore, they love him. Mm-hmm. Right. Any any time, you know, everything. Frank Gore. I mean, I mean, I just read the whole thing about, you know, Trey Lance. Amazing person. Amazing. Like great player. All that media. I darling. just think if we're talking about, OK, God put you in the Hall of Fame, though. And again, OK, you did this for a long time. You were never the guy ever. I get, that's right? why you all like, valid. Maybe 2006. But outside of that, I mean, you can look. My, I told my brother, I was like, bro, pick a random year. He was all right. 2012. And that was four times a good, right? They're running the rock, all that with with Kyle, with uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh and all those guys. I was mm-hmm. like, pick a random year. He ended up being, uh, he picked 2012. You look at 2012, he's 12th in the league in rushing or 11th in the league in rushing. And a lot of times he was more in that realm than he was as a top four or five guy, like some of these other guys that are eventually going to get in. Right. I listen, he didn't have family, all the like the accolades, yeah. even the guys like Tiki Barber. The issue is he just played longer than a lot of those guys. His longevity, but that should count, then, right? So, yeah, no, longevity I, is definitely a positive. Yeah, longevity so should count long, just like longevity is a, po- a positive, but it's like, well, London Fletcher, and I and I brought this, I London Fletcher is second all time in tackles in the NFL history mm-hmm. to only Ray Lewis. Is London Fletcher gonna get in the Hall of Fame because he's second all time? Like I said, but it's valid. No, no, I, I didn't I, ask, just ask it. I'm just, I'm, it's it's valid. Like I don't know, maybe some time down. But doesn't it, it? It also comes down to who they on the ballot with, right? And so like that Frank, Fred Taylor, Fred Taylor was the better running back, but yeah, he didn't have the longevity of of Gore. He played a decent amount of time, but like if, if you were to go like year by year, like mm-hmm. Fred Taylor was a monster. Right, he played with Jacksonville. Yeah, he was. Yeah, dope. Jacksonville good. There was one year they only lost two games. Yeah, Fred Taylor. Is that the same? They was he on the same time they had J- Jones Drew too? Then they played simultaneously. MJJ. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I felt like wait. they did. I felt like they had two backs. Oh, I could be wrong though. I don't care. Yeah, why was I thinking Buffalo? I said Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor you, played for the Patriots. Of Fred. Uh, he there also was a there was a there was a Fred there Jackson. Was a yeah, you're thinking, thinking Jack- about Jackson. There we go. I think I'm thinking about Fred. Yeah, Jackson. that's the yeah, Buffalo. I'm yeah, sorry. he played for the Buffalo. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm I'm looking at something, right? Hold on. 20. All right, the number's 20. Let me let me see this something real quick for Frank Gore. Frank Gore had 3,735 carries. 218 career games. I don't know, man. You might have to put him in first ballot, bro. I'm just looking at I'm 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 comparing his number. See, and that's the other thing too, right? Like we, we're talking about Frank Gore and we're comparing him to Emmett Smith, which is fair, right? Because both of those guys are the longevity. 14th year. Yeah, the longevity counts, right? But here's the other thing that people are forgetting about. Emmett Smith was there during the Super Bowl runs. Frank Gore had one Super Bowl appearance. We were the dogs of the NFL when Frank Gore was doing his thing. Like, 
like Croc yeah, said. Yeah, they didn't give him the damn ball. Like Nationally, <laughs> we didn't get that recognition where Emmitt Smith was that guy on that team at the time. You get what I'm saying? Right. And well, so, like, it, if you flipped... If you flip Frank Gore, if you if they swap places, right, and you put Frank Gore on those Cowboys, he'd one hundred percent be a Hall of Fame. So I, right. I'm not discounting that but he's, he's a Hall talented. of Fame either way. It's just a matter of when we're discussing. Right? First uh, yeah, I mean, but like first ballot, like Emmitt Smith. Like I'm not discrediting that Frank Gore was like to dope, right? Like he was a really right. good back. And if he would have played behind that big ass offensive line Dallas had, and how they like he would have did. I feel like what Emmitt Smith did. I don't think Emmitt Smith was just more talented than Frank Gore, but I have to look at the career that Frank Gore had, whether it's because of the circumstances or not. It, it is what it is. Like, he was very, very good. Very right. good. Yeah. And and he will get in. But he ain't yeah. first ballot. Uh, uh, it, he'll he get, might, he he might get in first it, If he'll get in first ballot, if it's a, it's a, it's a poor class, but he is also going to have to see what guys... I, that just retired, like uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Philip Rivers. I think he's going to be in that Drew range. Brees. Um, Drew Brees. Who's going to be holdovers from the previous years where they're trying to get in? People have still been trying to get Roger Craig in. <laughs> He'll get in before Craig. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah I, I believe he will too. Yeah, yeah. Craig should have been in. Frank Gore is a Hall of Famer guy, so y'all don't don't sit here. Now nah, we we just up. determining the win. Someone That's said right. that I was, won't I was let him in before, before Adrian Peterson, and I I think Emmett, that so he gonna have to wait until Adrian Peterson gets in. Emmett Smith averaged four point two yards. <laughs> well, Peterson is uh, still currently active, I believe, so he hasn't retired retired yet. So right. so uh, Frank might get in right. So if Peterson decides to retire, I, don't know they, I think they know though. Like we got. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Whatever. Adrian, Adrian, whew, that's a different monster right there, man. God damn, I love watching Adrian Peterson. But yeah, I was looking at, I was just comparing his numbers to, uh, to, um, uh, damn, Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith. He's got 4.3 yards of carry versus 4.2. That's in favor of Frank Gore. Uh, Frank Gore did it with less carries per game than Emmitt Smith, also. Emmitt mm -hmm. Smith has a career average 20, 20 carries a game. Frank Gore averaged 17 carries a game. Now, that number, Gore, goes, that number went down a lot because of his last couple of years. Couple of years, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But also, you could say the same thing for when he went to Arizona. Yeah. You know, if 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 Frank Gore, if we would have had at least one of those Super Bowls, like one Super Bowl, yeah, it would be so much of an easier conversation for those guys to have, right? Yeah, I think it changes up a lot. But unfortunately, you know, and then it's crazy though, because if we go back to 2012, that 2013, dude. All they had to do was get Frank Gore the damn ball. That's it. Right there. You give it to him four times. That's what I said. That's why I, I was the guy that was mad about that shit. You know what I mean? You four? You you didn't give him to it. You didn't even give it to him once, yo. Like that, that's when I I that's when I thought Greg Roman should go find a rock to hide under, bro. Yeah, I hate I hate it, Roman. I hate it. I couldn't stand him, yo. Oh man, I was so mad. Yo, Frank, man, let's go, Frank. And there was no disrespect to Cap, but I mean, unfortunately, the fade route just wasn't clicking. Or Richard Sherman just knew that they was going to keep trying to throw the damn fade route. So, bam. Frank Gore got more receiving yards than uh, Emmett Smith. Man, uh, and does he have more receiving touchdowns? I know he has eighteen. Well, you said why? <laughs> you said why? Yeah, yeah, because of the checkdowns and everything. Um, Emmett Smith has 
that can't be right. Oh, I it went to the wrong column. Like, there's no way. Emma Smith has 11 receiving touchdowns. Yeah, Frank Gore has 18. The numbers is there. The question is the accolades from Emmitt Smith. And the notoriety. We got to remember the notoriety. Just being on the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. How many times was Emmitt the, uh, like, how many times did he win a rushing title? That's a good question. That I don't know. But I could tell you that his career highs, I mean, he got he got 17, 73, and 95, 17, 13, and 92. Ooh. He got 15, 63, and 91. He got 14, 86, and 93, 14, 84, yeah, see, and 94. Yeah. Gordon do that. No, he couldn't. He had the 1695, and outside that, he didn't have a, a over like He had like 12s. He had 12s. Nah, he had no 12s. He only – oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. He had 2011, he had 12, 11, and 2012, he had 12, 14. You're right, my mm. bad. And then he had the 1695. 1695 was his second year. And you just so, talked about Emmitt Smith banging out 1700. Like, like three, four times. But, but <laughs> they don't factor like, that. You know they don't what I'm factor saying? that line like, in, though, bro. He, he, had a, he had a Hall of Fame offensive line, though, bro. We didn't have a Hall go. of Fame. Emmitt got four rushing titles. Like, come on, man. What are we talking yeah. about? I hear you, and, bro. And here's the other thing, too. In 2006. How many All-Pros Emmitt got? I don't think that was a Russian title for Frank Gordon when he had the six. No, he was third. No, that's not his fault, right? I mean, it's like, dude, I ran for almost 1,700 yards. It's not my right. fault these other guys ran for 2,000 yards or whatever they, they held. Right, Look, right. Danny and Tomlinson went crazy. But that was his shot of, He's like, winning too. a Russian title, and he, he didn't even get it then. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just – and that's the, that was his best year, by far his best year. That was his best year. Yeah. And then outside of that, it's like – I told my brother to pick a random year. I said, like, he picked 2012. He was, like, the 11th or some uh, leading rusher, and Adrian Peterson had 2,000 with Christian Ponder at quarterback. Right. But that's because, well, but because Christian Ponder was at quarterback, <laughs> they kept giving Adrian Peterson <laughs> the ball. You know what I'm saying? But that's right. also some of the stuff that was going on here. Our quarterback situation in 2006 wasn't good for the Niners. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I understand all of it. That's why he ended up. With yeah, because in 2012 we had to share the ball, Vernon Davis, and and like you know we had to spread that rock. So I don't know if he gets in first ballot. Kudos if he doesn't. I'm sure he'll get in. Let me ask you this question: Will he get in before Patrick Willis? But see now, see that, that that's a that's a Hall of Fame. Like that's a first ballot, and I know he didn't get on first ballot or second ballot or damn, it might be third ballot by, by now, but. <laughs> To he me, like you, you, and now people say, well, he didn't play as long, but dominant. When, nah, when anyone asks, hey, eight who's seasons, the best bro. linebacker in the league? Eight His name going to come up first, right? Right. Like during yeah. that time. Like eight it's seasons. Patrick Willis, and then you might consider someone else, and at least there's a conversation. But Patrick Willis' name is in it. To me, to me, and again, my criteria might be way off, but to me, that's what. That's what all. That's what a Hall. Does Franco have any All Pros? How many Pro Bowls does Franco? He has, sec, he has a, a second team. He has one second, second, second team, team all, all Pro. One second team All Pro. Yeah. He has five Pro Bowls. Though. I know. He, I know he's got some Pro Bowls under his belt for he's sure. He's got five Pro Bowls. So they're gonna they're gonna count that stuff into consideration. That's but wild, the fact man. that the reason why I asked that question because Patrick Willis accolades. Is is Hall of Fame, and I feel like the only thing that's knocking him is longevity. Is the longevity? Yeah, the one thing that we say in Frank got is what. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Have. Yeah. So but he didn't have nearly, 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 nearly the highs. 
he he did he didn't, bro. Like, like not even gonna... close. <laughs> right. Like there, <sighs> there was there was there was a time where Patrick Willis was the linebacker, not a. He was the linebacker in the NFL. Like he was For the years. like yeah. Yeah, I think who uh maybe maybe Luke Keekley was like someone trying to come and nip he, on his he, he came up, he came up and he ended up, up taking over at some point. Man, but it was like Ray Lewis, Patrick Willis, and Luke Kinkley. Like and those were the three, yeah. those that were the three a, dudes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's why right, when, I, when I think when I think of Hall of Fame, like and maybe that's extreme, right? But no. that's what I'm like. That's so a, I don't that should be a part of you. If I'm hating on. 49er players. I love my I love my Niners, right? Like, but when I think of Hall of Fame, Patrick Willis, that motherfucker was in Hall of because Fame. Because you have to be the best in your era at some point. And unfortunately, or, we or can't ever what, say or that in the discussion the or in the discussion. Because right. even if you maybe weren't, but it was like, ooh. Now there might be, and some people might say, Well, Ben Roethlisberger, he was never uh, you know, he was never when it's like, well, okay, we gotta use our common sense sometimes, right? Like he was in the AFC with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, like right. his entire career. Like that, that you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta use got a little Bowls, context bro. at some point. Right. You but know? still won the big still won multiple Super Bowls. That's just the AFC. Like he still had to deal with dudes on the other side, like Drew Brees. Drew like Brees. that that was a crazy error. Like that. Oh my God. That I can't believe it's oh, it's over though. Like, yeah. like that's over. I mean, Tom Brady's Tom still Tom running Brady's around. Still kicking. Yeah. Tom Brady said, "I ain't coming back unless y'all get rid of Bruce Arians as the co- as a head coach." <laughs> That's crazy. I don't. I thought they got along. What I happened? Think he said that. Bruce, I think he did. Get out of here. You know. Did you hear? Did you read the explanation for all of it? I don't believe none of that shit. No. What you? What you? What you read? What you read? I, I didn't no, read anything. I didn't read I'm it. But I'm saying I wouldn't uh, believe a word that said. Who who released the explanation? Oh man, it it was awesome. So he um. He had thought about retiring the year Last prior season. Mm-hmm. And, and, and writing off on a high note. But it was like, F it, I'm going to run it back you know, one more time. So he went and, and tried to write it out. I mean, it was something something along the lines of like, like health, but okay, I'm going to push through it, stuff like that. And that what forced him out the first time, his health. Uh, but it was something along the lines of that. And then he wanted to make sure that the team was in a good position moving forward. He wanted to make sure that his defensive coordinator that he was given the job was in a position to where he could be good. So that's why he retired at the time that he did. He made them say, hey, no Rooney rule. I guess at the time it was like, we don't got to interview anyone. We're going to hire him as our head coach. He's the guy. And he basically was like, I want to do him a solid. Mm. And put him in a situation to, yeah, Tabo's put him in a situation to where you were in a position to succeed. You deserve that. You're a hell of a coach. And he walked away on a, like pretty much on a high note. That's what's up. Okay. All right. I hear Someone it. said, are we, uh, our guy Teradome. He said, are we crushing Tom Brady for longevity? No, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the. He doesn't need one vote to get into the Hall of Fame, yo. You can't. You Tom, can't. Try to compare the career of Tom Brady to a guy like Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady, yo, literally every other year, like that's that's the average of him going to the Super Bowl. Every other year, he's been to ten Super Bowls, bro. Tom Brady is uh, out of twenty, out of yeah. twenty, and he won what seven of them in the NFL. He's been to ten and won seven. 
nah, you can't. It's, we are not crushing it for longevity, bro. He's still playing because he's still doing it. You know what I'm saying? So like he is like last year, he probably was second in MVP voting. Like yes. that's how high of a level. And so he's not playing like it's not like Emmitt Smith till end of his career. What it looked like in Arizona. Even Frank Gore kind of the Good end. Point. He started looking a little weird. Right. Good point. Uh Good point. Like, this dude just threw for 45 touchdown passes. Like teams would kill to have their quarterback be able to be that productive. Yeah. Then he almost have what four thousand, five thousand yards. He he was up there. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady was killing yo, and that was with people being injured and him throwing to Scotty Miller and like it yeah. was crazy. Yeah, receivers stripping in the middle of games. Like, come on, <laughs> he was, his dude walked off the. Yeah, man. Yeah, that Tampa. Wild. That's why Bruce Aarons quit, man. He was just like, look, I ain't never seen no shit like that in the NFL. <laughs> Bruce Aarons is a real one. I always mess with Bruce Aarons. I, like I, 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 I tell I like people all the time. He's one of my Bruce. favorite coaches in the league, man. He's That's one of my favorite man. coaches in the league, man. All right, guys, we here for two hours, man. That's long enough, man. I'm gonna give each of y'all the floor. I'm gonna highlight y'all, promote your pods, let everybody know where to find y'all. All of them, all the different stuff that y'all doing. Uh, what we're gonna do? We're gonna do a screen like this. Oh nope, I did it wrong. My bad. My bad. We're gonna do. Uh, let's take the uh, thing off and then we'll do it. So we're going to bum, and then we're going to boom. All right, E, you up first, man. Break it down. Let people know where to find you and all that good stuff, and then uh, we'll get on out of here. Uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter, at Eric underscore Crocker. Uh, I got a YouTube channel. Just type in Eric Crocker, and uh, I think it'll pop up. I have the San Francisco 49 morning show where I go live every morning. I promise it's not a morning show bashing uh, Frank Gore every day. I love Frank Gore. I just question you know, like just what, you know, Hall of Fame and all that. But anyways, uh, every morning, San Francisco 49 morning show, myself, I bring on people. I like to look at it as a, like a radio show. It's mm -hmm. more along the lines of that. I'll come on, speak some topics. Everybody comes on. They talk. The floor is theirs. So it's pretty fun. Make sure y'all y'all tune in. And I'm yeah, also man. locked on 49ers with myself. It's Brian Peacock will come at you five days a week. Uh, the numbers are really good. So I know, you know, probably a lot of y'all kind of listen or half y'all probably listening right now uh, and locked on the NFL draft. I'm on that as well. And I do a show uh, draft season, with the New York giants. And I think that's it. That's well, it. Damn. <laughs> All right, Wayne. He is everywhere. Oh, well, yeah, how, now how am I supposed to follow that? I'm sorry. Hey, look, that's why I let y'all go first. Cause I don't do too much. I'll be, Y'all remember that Beanie Siegel song? I don't do much, dude. I do some videos for Lion Sports. Uh, do he's going, he's still going. Uh, for Lion Sports. Shout out to Lion Sports. Um, underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. Promo code Crocky. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'm done. All right, I'm done. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck <laughs> this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm oh out. My God. Okay, look. <laughs> I was going to play the Grammy music because he kept talking, but shout out to Croc, <laughs> man. I free. <laughs> nah, man, look, man. Wayne Breezy. That's it, man. It's everywhere. It's 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 Twitter, at Wayne Breezy. YouTube, at Wayne Breezy. Twitch, at Wayne Breezy. Croc, I want to do Madden live on my Twitch channel. You and I. Regular rules shit. Don't be trying no slick shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We'll just have some fun. Let's do it. I'll do it. I, I, I ain't played in a while. So I got the crib. You got the new, I got the new Xbox. So, so I just got the new I'll Xbox download it for the new. I got the new Xbox too. So I'll, I'll download uh, it. I got it on, on PS5, yeah, but I'll download you, it. 
if you play Wayne before you play Winky, they're going to go crazy on you over there. I know. Oh, my hey, God. I've been looking for a reason. I haven't played Madden. You know, I got the projector set up. You know what I'm saying? 120-inch screen. Let's go. Uh, oh, I haven't played nice. Madden on a new screen yet. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The, actually. the cool project, thing, so wow. I got I got Adrian Colbert lined up, too. So we can, we can kind of, like, try to do a little tournament. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I reached out to Charles Amenahu too. I was in his league, but Croc, I can't do no leagues, bro. Them just y'all y'all be cheating. Anyway, I'm not even in it. I I didn't play this. I, I'm too busy. I didn't play this. Is my yeah, first, it's, it's tough. That's since I told him I was like it's I was like, bro, Breezy, we suck. Yeah, um, <laughs> that sounded bad. We suck. The title is Wayne Breezy. Huh? He he keeps asking, "What's your Twitch channel?" Oh, Wayne yeah, it's just Wayne Breezy. Guys, everything is Wayne Breezy. Twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. I do stuff on Patreon backslash Wayne Breezy. Uh, I'm trying to get, um, I'm trying to do more shows with you guys. So hopefully I'll have you on. My week off from work, we'll be doing uh, shows. Croc, I hope you have me on your morning show because I'll be up and ready to, I don't have no kids, no nothing. Family will be away that week. They're going to Cali. I'll be here. I'm probably going to content create from the morning to the new to the night, like that whole week, the week of the 18th. So I'm excited and and I appreciate Mike. And I'm here with nothing but Niners always. I know people always question, like, am I still down? Hell yeah. Wow. Wow. This is family. Yeah, man. That's what we do, man. That's what we do. Man. It's family. I, we just out here I, working hard, man. That's what we do. I encourage growth. I, I encourage expansion. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm that's what I'm all about, man. People going out there and doing their thing. And all you come open door, open door all the time, man. So, yeah, we here. And again, thank you for everybody who made the contributions. Uh, I didn't read it out loud, but Miss Debbie made uh, one of the last ones. She says, faithful, hit that like. It's important for the analytics. So NBN pops up and searches for 49ers content. Hit that like, y'all. So thank you again, Miss Debbie, for the contribution. Guys, my final thoughts are very, very simple, man. Just be patient, guys. All right. It's a marathon. All right. I said it on the other show that I was on. Um, just what was it last night? I think I was on a show uh, for CG Ruthless. I think his name is. And uh, basically, my thoughts are: are you got you have to be patient, guys. You don't win the Super Bowl in free agency. You don't win the Super Bowl in the draft. You damn sure don't win at Week One. All right. So be patient, faithful. I think better days are coming much sooner than later. So uh, that's it, man. We're gonna get up oh, out of here. You know what? I'm about to do an Eric Crocker. Check out my articles on 49erswebzone.com. I am writing for those guys and putting out content for them as well. So make you got the wrong screen. There we go. So make sure you guys go to 49erswebzone.com. Check out some of the articles. Croc, I'm kind of like you. I'll put the stuff out there and just let them go hamburger and try to defend you know both sides. So it's kind of weird though. So uh I would love for you guys to read it. Tell let me know what you think. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate the feedback. All right, back to you, Mike. 100. No, that's it. We're going to get out of here. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if, let's see if y'all could do it. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. Let's go. What you thought we forgot? Hey, man, I just wanted to make sure, man. We out of here. One. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes, we never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we them nothing but niners. Niners, we nothing but niners, we nothing but niners.
great show, bro. 